The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hey, 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 oh, what's up, everybody? Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We're going to have a lot of fun for you guys today. Um, let's say hi to everybody. First, we'll say hi to our cool, outrageous man about town, co-host Mr. Ron Russell. Do not disturb me while I'm making out with my dog. There you go. Which because, nobody can see the dog. Hold him up. Oh, Astro, because oh, Astro has learned a song. Kiss me once and kiss me twice, then kiss me again. It's been a long Long time. There you go. See how it goes? He throws his lips up a little perv. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, chat room? We got a fun show today. Let's say hi. We've got Don Hinton is in the chat room. Lady Cindy, Lady Lake Music's in the chat room. And I won't have a bone to pick with Dawn. Eileen Shapiro's in the chat room. Oh my God, Brestaville. Boomer Mays. Hello, Boomer. Football player extraordinaire, Angela Joseph. Um, Backpack John, I think, is in the chat room. Uh, it's going to come by fast, and I don't actually see it all. But we've got a fun show for you today. Uh, we've got uh, something new that we've never done before. So we have JT Fox coming on. He's a, a wealth and business coach, and we've never done that before. And he's um, supposedly the number one, uh, world's number one wealth and business coach. He's a very Not good guy. Not supposedly. He, he is. is the number one wealth and yes. business coach in the world. It's going to be a lot of fun. And then we have uh, – And he's really cute. And we have De- – <laughs> no, he's good, look, good looking and sexy looking and all that money. Oh, my God. If he's not married, have I got two old mates for him? And then we've got um, – actually, we have Dave Sheridan coming on. And I, I just got a message Dave. from Felissa Rose saying that she's sick and she doesn't think she can do it. So uh, I might have the good thing about that, though, is that she said she'll make it up to us and come again. So we'll get her again. Um, but we we'll definitely have that. Dave Sheridan coming on. But, but Felissa is not – doing well, uh, feeling well. So we wish her all the best in that. And oh, I feel we'll see bad. how that goes. And Don wants to know, what does she do? You put on my thing that I never read your messages. You never do. You're full of crap. I most certainly read your messages. They're just not important enough to answer. Oh, I don't I mean, they're, no, they're just, they're, they're nice. Of course, well, she always sends you like videos of things no, that we talk about. I know that, but she sends me complimentary stuff. So what am I going to be, an egotistic maniac like you? And write back, oh, I love you. Thank you for telling me I'm gorgeous, wonderful, fabulous, and terrific. Oh, I know all of that. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Kidding around. I, I, you know what? I have instant messages in the hundreds. I, I scroll, scroll through it. I mean, I pull out Susie Wong, so Wong because, you know, she and I are – anybody I'm in business with or connected with, I, I, I answer. You know, this is not my job. I'm not a secretary. I'm an actor. And people just think that if they send me messages, it's okay. 
It is I, okay. Well, no, I, no, I've got very disconcerting messages. I got one message that came from the Cola Cola Company, Coca Cola Company. No, I don't want to go into no, that. No, I'm just going to say I it. I don't want to go into that. Well, I do because I'm upset saying be less white. And I read the whole thing, and I was appalled at this kind of prejudice and this kind of racism that I should lessen who I am for what reason? Anyway, you know, it's I don't stupid. Want to go into anyway, that. I encourage. Entertainment show. I encourage. Well, this is entertainment. <laughs> I encourage everybody. I encourage everybody, all colors, all creeds, all religions, to be the best that you can be. Who wants to be a loser? We want to be great. Everybody, look at Oprah Winfrey. I mean, look at all those. Don says she sent you Shelly Winters' turtle. <laughs> I, I saw it, but what am I going to do with Shelly Winters' turtle? Kiss it. <laughs> uh, Shelly Winters has been dead a long time, and I miss her. I loved her. She was a good friend. Uh, I never knew she had a turtle. It must have been out in the garden. She said she was totally defending you, though, so be nice to her. <laughs> no, I, I, I listen. I'm very nice to her. Come on. Are you sure? Are you serious? We love She's her. She's one of my favorite people. Get over it, Dawn. Yeah, we love you. Oh, uh, I'm gonna bitch smack so, and you. Show him, show him your watch. You already wore that watch. Yeah, this this watch is. I'm 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 re, I'm re, what do you call it? Recirculating. Recirculating, because it goes with the. the shirt is pistachio, my favorite color. Here you go, but I have one different one. Yeah, see, Jimmy Scott with the uh, matches. I wore my iPhone shirt. watch. My iPhone watch. I don't know what you even call it. Apple watch. My Apple watch. And it, ma band. it matches his. I have so many watches, really and truly. Um, Old vintage watches. I have a Howdy Doody that I love. I have a. Yeah, we have to wear Howdy Doody. I love. No, I don't want to wear it because it's very fragile and it's old, and the band can break. It's from the 1950s, and it's the early vintage Mickey. I have uh, what's his name? The flies. I love him. The one you got me. Oh, Rocketeer. Oh no, uh, Mickey. Uh, no, uh, Mighty Mouse. Mighty Mouse. Oh my God, I love my Mighty Mouse watch. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I've written a movie, and we're getting it out there. And it's called The Magic Gift. And I'm sending the script to Lainey Kazan. And if Lainey Kazan likes it, she will be in it. I will play Lainey's husband. And I guarantee you it's a funny as hell movie. It's a dark comedy about all kinds of things that you would never imagine. But it's hilariously funny. And as soon as we can, we'll start to do some promoing on it. Absolutely. It's going to be great, you guys. But you know what? Do me a favor out there. Go on Lady Kazan's page and say, Lady, be, be in Ron's movie. That's all. Just say, be in Ron's movie. i got to push that broad. You know, I know her. Like, she's going to love it. I know her 35 years. Lady and I are good friends. I mean, it's not like she's, like, I don't know her. You know. No, we're going to like it. We're going to like love it. and uh, I'm sure she'll love it because I wrote it with her in mind. You know, I wrote her language. I wrote her moves. So when she reads it, it's going to come so comfortable to her. I think it's going to be like a lot of fun. So it's everything be, it's is going to be a good movie. Good all the way around, you guys. The movie is very funny. I've also got a bunch of other films that we're working on, and Ron's going to be in them. And we're even working on putting together a film to star all the famous boy band members, which is something that I will love to do. Um, so everything's going to be a lot of fun, and we got a lot of things going on. And yep. Just need a lot of money. You know, we need backers. People have to invest in film. Film is a good investment now. They're all saying that they think they'll do it, though. So what? Everybody's saying they think she'll do it. Well, you know, it's about a Jewish broad in 1943 in a tenement in New York. I mean, how could Laney not be in a better place than that, playing a, you know, a real Jewish broad with Jewish lingo and funny jokes? <clears throat> I mean, I won't go into any more of it, but her character is superb. It's a fabulous character. I know she's going to read it and like it. I know that. 
Absolutely. And we went to brunch on uh, Sunday in L.A. and we saw uh, Sadie Katz. I don't see Dave's not in the chat room. Sadie Katz and Miles and uh, had brunch with them. And, and, and Sadie Miles loved it. She read half of it. And she said the dialogue is great. It's a fabulous story. Sadie loved it. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Everything is good all the way around. We need fun. We need laughs. Today, what's going on with the bullshit? We need to go to a movie or watch it on television or buy it at Walmart or whatever. Wherever it goes, I have no idea. We need to laugh. We need to spend that hour, 60 minutes. That's two hours, isn't it? Well, an hour, <laughs> 60 minutes is two hours. <laughs> anyway, what I really wanted to say was an hour, 50 minutes, whatever it's going to be. We don't know exactly the time, how long the film will be. But it's funny. And you will laugh and you'll leave the film lightheaded and happy. It's it's a very up, uh, up makes you just feel good. It's a feel good movie. That's what I'm looking for. A feel good movie. So please go on Facebook, Rulani Kazan, L-A-I-N-I-A-A-Z-A-N, and write, Lainey, you, we want you in Ron's movie. <laughs> she'll love that she's gonna get it oh she'll call me up and say you mishugan are you crazy bastard what did you do i'll say you well, sent all these like people huh yeah that you sent all these people she's good she doesn't care laney's got a great sense of humor she's a sweetie i love her so much for so many years i met her uh oh my god when i lived in florida years and years ago i met her i also want to just tell everybody and thank everybody so Weeks ago when we had Sam Harris on and we had a problem with uh, the other lady who got her time mixed up and she uh, uh, didn't show up. So Ron and I just shot the shit for like the hour with all you guys in the chat room. Ended up being uh, like 7 million plays. So it's one of our top shows ever, uh, only having one celebrity guest. And so uh, we want to thank everybody for listening to it. And Sam Harris was a lot of fun. Well, I, I, suggest I suggested to Jimmy we should do that. Jimmy and I should do the first 40 minutes and then bring on one guest. This way, we don't have to go crazy finding guests or guests contacting us. It's a lot of work. I mean, <laughs> no, it really is a lot of work. You know, we have uh, two, four, six, eight guests a month. You know, where do you, where do you dig up eight guests a they month? I know mean? other crappy shows that are trying to be us. They can't even get one person. <laughs> that's even halfway decent. I mean, really. And have we always have great Have ones. you seen all the garbage that's out there? They're trying to be Jimmy and I. They want to do our show. You know, we're, I'm nine, ten years in this show. <laughs> Come on, kids. Do your own thing. And they write about it. They have the balls to say, oh, I want to be number one like you. Yeah, well, fuck you. I don't want you to be number one like you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to stay number one, you morons. You know, we used to say years ago, does Macy's tell Gimbals when they have a sale? No. That's a New York thing. So what am I going to promote? I says, Ron, like you do all the work. <laughs> I do all the work. Yeah, you go get the guests and you make the plug. Oh, I, you know how many guests I have gotten on the show? Actually, you got last week's Monica Hunt and Reed. Yeah, and how about Lainey Kazan? And how about Richard, uh, what's his face, the fabulous actor? So that's three out of what, like no, 1,500? No, 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 no. No, I've got, yeah, but I got names, honey. I got major Warner Brothers stars, Academy Award winners and Emmy winners and Tony winners. Fran Bazaar was on. Tony they say winner. we love you. You didn't get no. Fran Bazaar. Oh, yeah, you did get I Fran got Bizarre. Fran Bazaar on. They were my <laughs> friends. Are you kidding? All my friends came on. Oh, Eileen. Oh, that's funny. Don's like laughing. Uh <laughs> and Eileen Shapiro, you know, stop it. Or I'm gonna tell people that your boobs are fake. <laughs> yeah, right. That you put sofa pillows in your bra to look sexy. <laughs> 
Oh, yes. She says, we love you, Ron. I love you, too, but I wish your boobs were real. <laughs> yeah, right. So there, bitch. Eat that one up. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right, everybody. So, uh, Eileen, get ready. I'm coming uh, the Thursday before my birthday. My birthday is May 28th. What day is that? A Friday. And we're coming the Thursday before, so that's May 27th. We're flying out. We didn't get our tickets yet. We're, no, but I'm going to get them. We're going to stay with you for a while and bounce around with friends. Hope that's okay. <laughs> I, I don't give a shit if it's okay. What? Please. Eileen she says would, yay. She would never say no to me. Anyway, and then uh, we fly out the following Thursday. No, wait a minute. We I, I have it down there because we have to do a show on Wednesday. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. We might do it from Eileen's house. Oh, we'll do it from Eileen's house, and then I can show you Eileen's flat-chested. Yes, there you go. Anyway, so, so here's what we're going to do. They're Miss Shapiro. Everybody in the chat room. Oh, Angela Joseph says, come through Colorado. All right, chat room. So we're going to bring on our first guest, <laughs> and uh, this is going to be exciting. I'm super excited to have him on. Hey, JT, how you doing? Let's see if we can hear you. Yes, testing. Can you guys hear me? Testing, yeah. testing. Absolutely. All right. This is going to be fun. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the world's number one wealth and business coach, JT Fox. Hello and welcome to the show. Well, it's a pleasure. I was just, well, I was like highly entertained. I'm like, why haven't I watched this before? I was like, <laughs> it's like mesmerizing. Like, I don't know if Ron is going to have a meltdown or attack <laughs> somebody or. <laughs> Like it, it's like that's I, why I everybody it. tunes in. That's why everybody <laughs> tunes in. <laughs> what will Ron say next? Like that would be a sure. I would buy. It. I was like, man, look at this okay. guy. Like wait, he wait, really wait, doesn't wait. give a shit about anybody, and he says what <laughs> There's no like it goes straight. I love it. It's like no uh, filter. No, no, I have a filter. I definitely know not to say some things to certain people that I just like. So, <laughs> you know, I could be I could be a phony like everybody. Hi, how are you? So good to see you. So this and then is, I turn away and I go, fuck you. This is our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Yes, Russell. and I want to talk to you. Wait, wait, because, first you wait say hi because we have to introduce the rest of everybody else. Oh, uh, he always does this shit with me. <laughs> so say hi. Listen, handsome face, you are so friggin' good looking. <laughs> well, and, I was, I was going to say, like, do I wear my suit? Do I? No, no, no. You look, you look hot and gorgeous, and I want to thank you very much for coming on our show dressed like a gentleman. Most come on looking like pigs, but you look wonderful. You're, you're well, absolutely- I, I You're a tough character. I was like, the first time Jimmy's like, he, Ron's tough. Like, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I'm telling you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've seen it all. And then I, I got on because I thought it was like, my people mixed up the times. So this was running already. I just got back and I'm hearing this voice as I'm going down. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> so I walk by and I sit down. And I'm like, you know what I mean? So I was like, well, I just don't want to get Ron's bad side. So if like, if, if, if I'm on the show, Ron, like, please put me in the last guest. You want a podcast? Fuck you. I don't want you. Get <laughs> your own views. Your own I've been doing this for nine years. I feel you need me. You know, I built this wall. You want the truth. You can't handle the truth. I have breakfast 200 yards. Oh, my God. You I can't. That's it. my favorite movie. That's I one of my favorite movies. I, I love this Jack Nicholson. I thought it was like Jack Nicholson. You can J, what does the JT stand for? Jerking off or something? What does Justin <laughs> stand the, the middle name is Time. First name is Justin. Oh, oh a beautiful go. name, oh, Justin. Very nice name. Gorgeous, rich, and funny. Ryan, listen, Ron, listen, say it all, uh, say it all at the same time. Say my whole name. JT I forgot Fox. it already. I'm 80 years old. 
What do you want? Just in time, Fox. Yeah, just. Oh, just in time. Just in time. I got you. I got you. He's a just in time Fox girl. I swear to you, if you if you could hear what I hear, I hear so many vibrators buzzing. All the women have their batteries fresh, and now they're going to wear them out when they see you. But now, so hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I got to ask him. You know, I got two daughters. No, wait, wait, wait. I have two daughters. One daughter is runner-up in Miss America. She looks like Grace Kelly. She's an old maid. <laughs> I'm looking to find a husband. I would love you to be my son-in-law. I, I hate to tell you that, Ron. Like, she'd be fine. But you, I don't know if I could deal with you. You're like Bobby De Niro with that movie with Ben Stiller. Like, the liability, like, uh, 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 like disappointing. Oh, Karen, yeah, that Karen movie. <laughs> you. Let me tell you about my son-in-law. He's an asshole. You know what I mean? My whole brand would be destroyed for long. I'd be like, I'd go back. But you know what? I cook Italian goods. So you'd come over on Sunday with my daughter, and I'd make delicious Italian food, and we would have laughs. We could play dominoes. We could play cards. We could just sit around and bullshit and laugh. That's good. But anyway, seriously, I I think my daughter's a little old for you. What are you? You're under 40, right? Yeah, I'm under 40. I'm 40. Oh, that's you're too young. Well, oh, she's a cougar. <laughs> Hang on. So, JT, we have all kinds of people in the chat room, including Eileen. Say hi to Eileen, and then just say hi to the chat room. And the dog. Everyone's making a presence on this show. Everybody's here. The dog. Well, the dog is always here. The dog is always that's here. Astro, and he's yeah. And Ron and I are married, so we fight like a married couple. Right. People love it. <laughs> Astro is gay, and he kisses me all the time on the lips because he's a fairy. He's our he's our rescue dog. You know, dog. I'm trying to understand his homosexuality. It's difficult. But I never wanted my my beautiful dog to be a homo. But he is, and he kisses me. If I had a show, like, and I said what you guys said, how how quickly would I be canceled? How quickly would I be In a second. It's it's different, though, because you're like a professional, and we're not. No. (laughs) Remember one thing. You you guys are the professional. (laughs) JT, remember one thing. I didn't do this yesterday. I'm in the business 64 years. I was. Uh, He's eighty. I'm eighty. I was in oh, movies yeah. and on television for centuries, you know, forever and ever. So people know who I am. That those that do know what they get. Uh, I never was one to hold back. Actually, there's. I tell it like it is. Whether you like it or not, I'd say on television what you think and don't have the balls to say. He actually does, probably. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I take oh. a lot of heat. I'm like, I'm kind of like you, but a little toned. I like I'm a no BS, very tough, and and like all this heat comes on me, and, and, and they'll make all kinds of false accusations. But the problem is that it's always about like the style or the personality, and I'll be like, well, like for example, in your case, like, do you have a number one show? Like, no, then shut up. Like, you got four viewers, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, and so right, and so it, there's a lot of people that criticize. And they'll be like, you know, but if you take a look at the top shows, whether it's Simon Cowell, Chef Gordon Ramsay, you know, you take a look at these type of personalities, uh, including you, Ron, and, and the show is that it works because I, I think not enough people give the truth. I think people BS people too many times. Um, the polarization, I mean, you should watch ESPN, Stephen A and Max and back and forth. The polarization is what really keeps people engaged. If not, it's just so boring. You know what I mean? And and but the problem is that it comes at a risk sometimes. Of course. Well, I knew Cloris Leachman really well. Cloris and I were friends. I interviewed her three times. I'm only sorry that I didn't do a show with Cloris with nobody know with no with her not knowing, and the camera was hidden. Cloris and I together 
spared no one. We told the truth. Cloris Leachman, she didn't give a shit who you are, the president, nobody. She was so precise in personality um, description. Uh, that was the most, I loved Cloris. You know who Cloris Leachman is? No, that's, I, I must be, I mean, I thought you were like, I thought you were talking about Clorox for a second. I'm like, and then you were At first I thought you were talking about some cleaning product. I really did. But they're like, I knew her and I'm like, maybe it's a name. I don't know. I was very you know something. You know something? If you were gay, I'd fall in love with you in seven minutes. You have such a wonderful face and personality. You are sexy. I have to tell you too. Like I'm in love with him. I mean, like I'm going to make him gay. Are we uh, in the chat room? They're saying, what a cool guy. Cause you know, um, you know, everybody that we bring, and you actually are an entertainer, which we'll get yeah. to that in a minute. You're, um, you just, you, know, you, you didn't think I would make it. You didn't think I would make it. I, I was like, you told me about your show. So Jimmy spent like 15 minutes telling me about the show, right? How it works, all the guests. Yeah. And I said, I'd love to be on the show. He goes, no, Ron won't, won't like you. Ron won't like you. That's the first thing he says. I'm like, yeah. Don't, I'm like, well, don't, don't, don't listen to Jimmy. Jimmy so, is very, no, Jimmy is very jealous of me. I'm serious. Why? I don't know. I'm 80 years old, but he thinks everybody wants to ball me no matter where I go. Oh, yeah, on. I get hit on all the time. I'm not a bad looking guy. And there's a lot of queers out there that like old John. So, you know, old guys. So I get a lot of the young guys that are hitting on the old men. He knew that I would go after you I and know, say to you, marry me. No, hang on. I'm going to go back. So, first of all, he knew I'd fall you in have, love with you. You have, you have everybody in the chat room. No, actually, um, I know that you're an, uh, an entertainer and what you do to get the points across. And he's we're a comedian. Wait, he's wonderful. Wait, he's got great. Talk. Wait a minute. No, you're boring. <laughs> he's got great timing. He knows when to hit the button, and he's got a quick mind to come back. Everybody in the chat room. You should be a stand-up comic and then go from there elsewhere. He doesn't need to. <laughs> no, I'm telling you. You should be. I would love to see you. Where so, are you? Be, yeah, be go ahead. Yeah. I mean, I, I already speak to five, ten thousand people, and I speak in the biggest stages. And uh, I use humor sometimes. You know, you find something. You know, Ron, you 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 know that's being as funny, uh, if funnier than me. Um, see, I mean, Ron's so funny. You you find something, and then you just kind of like go with it, and it turns into not a joke, and it brings you, you, you find an opening, and you go in and hit the button. Yeah, you go for it. Yeah, but exactly. Listen, if you were a stand-up comic and you wore no underwear and tight jeans. I guarantee you would have a whole gay population and a lot of women that would be coming screaming for you. That's well, how you get I, cussed. That's I, how you I'm get on this show cussed. now. They'll be screaming anyways. I'm on this show. Uh, so I've made it. <laughs> I've made it. I, I, I can now retire. I, no, that so. the chatter Wait, where, where do you live? I, I live in uh, Chicago, Nashville, and Florida. I oh, it. I wish you were in California. I'd say we all should go to a party. We'll drag you to a party. Because you're party. By the way, your quarantine is going to last until 2028. So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> we don't give a shit. Yeah. We don't we're going care. to New York, though, soon. Yeah, every week. Well, that, that, ain't, that ain't any better there, too. So apparently, Texas is the place to go now. Like, yes, no mask. Texas is the place to go. No mask. And schools start like that. How many people in Florida are saying, like, they're living? Like, um, like I had someone in the supermarket yesterday in Florida, and they texted me a picture, and they say, What's wrong with this picture? And I was like, I'm looking at first, I'm like, not one person had a mask. It was at a Publix, right? Um, they're walking around and like a lot of older people as well. And like people in Florida just act like, like there's nothing going on. And uh, this is very interesting. Then you have parts like California where they just so restrictive. And so oh, I just can't California is so fucking dramatic. They break yeah. a nail here and they go to a psychiatrist to find out why they're so upset about snapping a nail. I've lived in California most of my life, and I've got to tell you, 
Not my favorite place. I'm a New Yorker. New Yorkers tell it like it is. They're outspoken. They're funny and they're tough. California, well, most of the people there are full of shit. They call the each Yorkers other. All the New Yorkers yeah. moved to Florida, so I don't know what you're I'm from about. Florida. Like I'm, I'm, yeah. born, I'm born and raised in they, Florida. They all moved to West Palm, Miami. They, like literally, like all all New Yorkers. Someone said to me, "No, but there's plenty. There's plenty of New York left." I was born in Miami, and I grew up in West Palm. Went went to. to uh, Grew up in West Palm Beach. I went to high school in Jacksonville, college in Gainesville, and then I lived in Boca in Fort Lauderdale. So I'm a native. And then I life, met him. His life began. Wait, is that vodka? Is that vodka in that giant mug? No, like, like no, no. It's lemon, lemonade. Lemonade. I'm a lemonade freak. That Wait, is the can. biggest mug I've ever seen in the history. Like literally, I've Hair. never seen a mug. Wow. He's got orange and I've got green. No, you know what need, by the way, you guys need your own names on there and get a sponsor in there. They put their names on you there. Know what? Yeah, yeah, you're right. We, we do. We have had so many people tell us that. We know we have over 5 million viewers. And out of the 5 million, we have quite a few that say, where can we get that cup? We would love that cup with your faces on it. And my face on this cup, you could throw up. We're going to drink and vomit at the same time. But anyway... I, I got a perfect name on. I got a perfect name on your mug. Shut up and drink. <laughs> yeah, you go. Don't you dig agree with that? Why not? Because I'm no, that's what your cup would say for other people. Oh, well, not for me. I was going to divorce you. You never shut up. If you shut up, the ratings go down. We want you to talk more. You're a very smart man. Now tell me, how rich are you? He's very. not going to tell you that. Very rich. Like right. filthy, dirty, rich. Okay, I read right. an interview. Wait a minute. Like you could afford to go to McDonald's three nights a week. <laughs> like I, for, I like I, for, I like I get I could buy a lot of McDonald's. That's how rich. Oh, I, wish I, <laughs> I wish you were gay. So hang on, you guys. So listen up. Let's talk a bit a little bit. So he's the world's number one wealth and business coach. He's a private equity fund manager. He's an entrepreneur. He has a show called the JT Fox Show. So he's a media personality. He has his own platform called the Millionaire Flix platform, which I went to it today and was looking all around it. And and uh, and B Claudia from Germany, who's in the chat room, has already said, you know, that you can get a free course on his website, and he's got a book, and she's already in the chat room bragging all about you. Um, she's fabulous, by the way. Um, well, and, listen, I know I know him ten minutes, and I love him. And he's been described by Apple co-founder Steve. How do you pronounce it, Wozniak? Yeah. Wozniak has the closest thing to Steve Jobs he's ever met, and anybody who doesn't know Steve Jobs is like Apple, and Apple's like the biggest company on the freaking planet, um, which we have our Apple watches and our iPads and our iPhones. Oh, <laughs> you don't have yeah, to. Yeah, I got it all. There we go. And he has a book, you guys. Uh, it's called Millionaire Underdog. Why don't you, in a few sentences, tell us actually what it is that you like, uh, what it is that can you I do besides a, being rich? Can I ask him a question first? Okay. Could you finance my movie? I need, <laughs> I need three, three and a half million dollars. It's funny you say this. I do, I do a lot of movie financing, but bridge financing, first money in, first money out. So What's I'm that? the guy who makes that first. So bridge financing is before the three million comes, I'm the guy who usually puts the half a million dollars before, you know, down payment for the actors. The oh, crew, the oh, listen, I'll cook, I'll cook for you every time I see you. Oh, well, first money in, first money out is no problem. No, I, seriously, I, I, I I'm going to <laughs> send you the script. I want Lainey Kazan to star in it, and I think she's going to do it. We're going to have a very good cast, and the story you will love. It's about Are a you Jewish movie? Huh? Are you I'm in movie? it. Yeah, yeah, I play Lainey's husband. I'm a mafia guy, and she's a Jewish broad who's a bookie. And we're married. We live in a tenement in 1943. 
So from there comes all the dark humor laughs. And the story can you like, is can you do your yeah. mob impersonation. Give me a little bit of that mob thing. I, w- I want to see it for like, like be a gangster officer. <laughs> Listen up. If you don't keep your mouth shut, I'm a nail it shut. And if you think I'm full of shit, forget about it. You watch what I do to you. You're going to be in the river, buddy. East River or Hudson? Give me your choice. What river do you want to be in? Like Tamara. <laughs> By the way, is that Joe Pesci? I look. It sounds like Joe Pesci. Well, like we all see. He always plays a mobster, or a, mobster or a cop. The Irishman on Netflix. No, got I, don't, reading. I yes. always play gangsters. Yes. I, mean, I, I, I gotta get no, some good shoes. No, but wait a like, minute. Wait, wait. My my accent is the antique Brooklyn. Uh, Italian wise guy accent. Not the shit they do today where they do the make-believe uh, Brooklyn accent, which stinks. Mine is the, my accent right now is Brooklyn. I tone it down a little. But if I let it go and I talk to you Brooklyn stuff, forget about it, you don't understand what I'm telling you. But I'm going to tell you something right now. You got to understand what I'm saying. If you want to be on the show, you got to be good. Otherwise, we're going to fix you, but good. That's Brooklyn real, not the way they do it in the movies. And that's why I want to play uh, Franco because I can deliver a true Mafia Brooklyn character. And Lainey is wonderful because she's a Jew from Brooklyn. And what's better? And and she's my friend for 100 years. I love and adore her. So playing her husband is going to be a delightful thing. The story is wonderful. It twists and turns. And I I will send you the script. I'm serious. If you you want to give us the first half a million. (laughs) Well, and I'll throw in my daughter at a discount too. So. No, 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 my, no, my, do, my, do, my daughter. No, she's expensive. My daughter's fifty-two years old. Unless you like old, but she's gorgeous and looks young. Uh, green-eyed blonde. They said they ran out of the room scared. So hold on. What? Okay, so who ran out of what? When you did your impression, everybody ran out of the chat room scared. They got scared. So, so in a few in a few sentences, you know, take a little bit. Just tell tell people a little bit the best way that you Wait would describe. I can't believe that you told him I wouldn't like would describe him. himself. I dare you so did. Just, just Ron, drop he it. So he really did. He like he was like, oh, he won't like. It. No, we only have certain types of guests. We only have like celebrities or big names. Oh, and, fuck, and fuck him. You, yeah, he, he, he was totally not on board. I was so. also setting up to make sure he was going to be okay with it all because certain people don't love Oh, please, you knew goddamn well 10 I minutes after I face. saw him, I'd be in love with him. Actually, when no, I talked who, to him on the who, phone, he's not as funny as he is here. What? Who would want to be in a show with 4.5 million viewers? Oh, well, not me. Uh, not me. I, Actually, I just believe think- it or not, I have a client. Listen to this. This is a true story. We have a client who paid us for months and months to do promotions. And then the day he was supposed to come on the show, um, he 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 was a no show and never contacted us or anything and we've never heard from him since. Maybe he died. Yeah, you know, he didn't he probably, die. He probably watched the show like I did and I was like, oh, I can't. <laughs> no, don't don't laugh. We approached Raquel Welch. Raquel Welch came in and saw our show and contacted Jimmy and she said, "No way will I ever be on your show." <laughs> She should be so lucky to be on our show and have five million people. You know the world is filled with so much hate and violence and racism and bigotry and and people oh. judging. Sometimes you got to have a, an outlet and not take life so seriously, especially with this pandemic. Everybody's so serious now. So you yes. got to learn how to live, well, love, yeah. live, love and laugh. And just have fun. The reason I wrote my script is because I'm a comedian. I write funny. 
when people see the film, they will laugh and chuckle. It's a feel-good movie. When you leave seeing this film, you're going to be happy. And that's why I did it. That was one reason. The other reason was, before I die, I wanted to play opposite Lainey Kazan. I played with Sophia Loren. That's my other wish, is to have Sophia Loren do a movie with me. Again, I started my career with Sophia. I'd like to end my... Uh, so I write for the people. I don't write for gain, and because that's bullshit. Money, what's money? You get money, you know, shooting crap. But I mean, you don't necessarily have to write a movie to get money. I did it because I wanted to get people to laugh. And it's an old style movie. So the old people are going to love it. The young people are going to love it because it's got lots of blood and guts. It's sort of a dark, horror, stupid, funny comedy. No, it's a dark comedy. And I really want to send you the script. Kind of like serious. The Boys. Do you no, want to watch the serious, show The Boys? I'm serious about sending you the script. <laughs> oh, hang on. Let's go back. Do you actually uh, – we're, we're going to – don't worry. We wait, have I have to ask you a question. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, you don't have to answer me if you don't want to. Are you Jewish? No. But funny story about that is when I first moved from Canada to America, I was broke with no money. I got sort of taken in by a Jewish family. So I got uh, – and, and you'll, you'll appreciate this. Like, because I was – I went to my first shivas. I went to, like, everything, Hanukkah. I experienced everything. Um, which my ears still still ringing from the the singing of the Hanukkah like that was right. a, a shock at first uh, and then I remember like they couldn't um, they couldn't uh, I couldn't date Jewish women right this was like when I first started because I was like they're Jewish I was like I got Jewish women so I'm like well you can't go on J date is where all the Jewish people date, right. Jewish date right? and, and by the way I seriously thought about converting. and then I inquired and it is actually 10 times more work to convert to Judaism. Uh, than anything else as well. The commitment it takes. And so I, I just, at that point, I was like, wow. I'm just, I, I, think I'm they, I think they've made it easier today. Today, it's easier to convert to Judaism than it was 10 years ago. Uh, the uh, rabbis have gotten less uh, rab rabbinic, I guess. <laughs> I, like, I like the I word rabbinic. In Israel. I did some business in Israel, which was kind of ironic because, you know, you hear things on, on the news and, and I did, I did a tour. I did Kuwait, Bahrain, Oman, Dubai, UAE, Turkey, and Israel all in five days, which is crazy that you're in the Middle East one day and then you're out in um, uh, Israel the next day. And I, I was just like really blown away how cool Israel is and Tel Aviv and how beautiful. I didn't get a chance to get to Jerusalem yet. Um, you're going to love it, my script. My script is, is all about Hamish Jews. Old Jews of years ago in the 1940s, Jews that cooked. Jews that were mothers and family people with wonderful senses of humor and Jewish people who had clever, uh, clever ways of putting things. It's a wonderful script. I'm going to send it to you seriously. I'm not like kidding around. And you may like it and you may give me my half a million and then I could marry you. You can marry me. Will you sign a prenup run? Absolutely. I don't want your money. I want you. <laughs> And, and, and the 500,000 for the record. And the 500,000. I, I have my own money. I don't need your money. But you're so cute. I could be in love with you in like two minutes. So I'm gonna, I want to get there. How many girls meet you and faint and want to be your husband, your wife? Your husband. Oh, well, you know. I, don't know I, I don't know about faint. Uh, you know, but oh, ironically, on, I used to have a speech impediment uh, growing up. Like I, I, I had a French Canadian accent and a speech impediment. So nobody wanted me growing up. It's kind of funny. Once I became successful, uh, you know, at the age of 24, like my stutter went away, my confidence grew. So as you become more successful, it's very interesting how people now treat me much different than I did when I first
first started because I was the ultimate loser in high school. I mean, my whole life people said I wouldn't make it. And yeah, so here. You could. Yeah, no, I mean, I, people think like the version I am here is how I was there. Um, clearly not. I mean, I'm. Well, like, what is it? What, I don't understand. What is it you do for like you launder money or something? What What well, do you, you didn't know? let him talk about it yet. <laughs> I, 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 no, I, mean, I can't because I'm so involved with who he is. That yeah, I, mean, I, I, own, I, own, I own a lot of companies, so I own a lot of. What, companies what do you do? What What do you own? A lot, a lot of, companies. of companies. A lot of companies. A lot of real estate. Like how many co- How many companies? Uh, over sixty companies and brands. Oh, are you a catch? <laughs> oh my God! Are Diane, you, wait a minute. You have, if you ever intend to get married, you must let me meet this broad. I will interrogate her and no. find out if she's after your money or your good looks. We'll, we'll, do, we'll, do, it, we'll do it. We'll do it on the show here live. Like a wrong absolutely, oh, that'd be great. Oh my you God! Let's see what it'd be like as you a father. Are you in your money? You're goddamn right. I am. I am. <laughs> no, I would simply. So, I would simply say to her, listen up, bitch. I know a lot of people in Brooklyn. And if you work this guy over, you're finished. They'll cut your tits off and you'll have them for shoulder pads. So hold on. So let, that's why I, I think what, that might get let, let, let's, let, let's let him talk now. All right, all right. to talk. So really, tell him. I just love him. In the right chat now. room, they're all talking about that. Now that everybody's going to look at different websites. First of all, tell everybody what's the best website to go to. And then tell everybody a little bit about what you do, because you do a lot of different cool things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, I, I'm, a, I'm a serial entrepreneur. And so, uh, you know, I start off doing real estate. And then from then, I got my own radio show, which three people were listening to. But it was interesting because I was so persistent on getting guests. Um, and I got Senator McCain just by accident because uh, I was at this function. Senator McCain was there and he gets on my show. There's three people listening, by the way. And he goes, right, this is how he starts off the show. How are you doing, punk JT? Um, like, call me punk. Like, and, he, and he's just like, making fun of me. Like, I was like, this is the United States Senator. I didn't know. And so he are was you playing. kidding? I would have told no. him to go fuck himself. You should have said fuck no, you. He, he, he had a good sense of humor, which you, sometimes you don't know. So he had a good sense of humor. And it's interesting because once I got him, then I was able to get uh, the Speaker of the House. I, like, because the assumption is if this person's on, well, there must be something to it, right? So as you guys know, once you get a guest, it becomes easier sometimes. Um, and so it just kind of blew up from there. And then, you know, I started speaking like in America. And then next thing you know, uh, I speak in 54 countries. I do business in 54 countries. I have clients in 104. And now I'm, I'm just throw like, up. I'm vomiting. I'm going to throw up from you. <laughs> I can't believe. How the fuck did you do all of this? And you're 40 years old? Yeah, I mean, like I started with uh, nine hundred seventy-four dollars. I went down to negative thirty-four thousand. Um, but the same you thing. Started you started at twelve years old. Let him talk. No, I started, I started, what yeah, age did you start making money? Uh, I made my first million at twenty-four. I started at twenty-four. Oh my god, your first million, Jimmy, you suck. But it's like here's the thing too. The reason why your show, and you said this before, inadvertently. You know, everybody comes in and they want to start a show hypothetically, and they think it's gonna they're gonna get rich and famous overnight, and it's gonna if you will listen, they're not working it. You said it yourself, nine years of doing this day in day out. It's about consistency. It's about you know, and you're right, getting guests is hard. You got to work it. Yeah, you know, and so that's what people don't understand is you know everybody wants to be successful now, and everybody wants to be famous overnight, but nobody wants to put the work. And I always say short-term sacrifices for long-term benefits. So when you say you've been working this for nine years and people come in and say, I want what you want. Yeah, are you willing to make the sacrifice? Are you willing to do the time? Because, you know, you would, the first show, what, two people were listening, three people, and you have to grow an audience. And, and then you have to be consistent. You have to be creative. You have to push the envelope. You have to be entertaining. You have to be funny. You have to keep getting great guests. That's a whole production, you know? And well, then, like and I then, always say, it's difficult getting to be number one but it's far more difficult staying number one. 
Agreed. Because you really have to, you're, you're your own competition. Uh, with guests like you and the way you are today, only embellishes our show. I want to thank yeah, everybody. You. Like, loves no, you. Everybody's I, I, calling I love you Christian Gray in the I, chat room. I think, they're all calling I think you Christian. Be I've heard that before. I've heard that before. I've heard that before. That's why I, I think saying. they're calling him Christian Gray. Do you know who Christian Gray is? I, I don't give a shit who he is, but he looks like him. He's lucky. But I mean, I think not from should... the movie, but the guy who has sex with the people. Like, he's super rich. He finds a girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, Fifty Shades of Gray. Oh, oh, oh you're better. You're like Christian you're better Gray. looking than he is. I, I'm no. not talking about looks, no. but the. I didn't really like that movie. To be honest with you, I didn't like that movie. Like it didn't really. I didn't either. It I was, didn't like it was it stupid. It was a lousy script. We took my father, who was like eighty years, eighty something years old, because we were staying with him in Florida, and uh, and my dad saw it. And he and he was you know on on his way of of debilitating health, and he was like. What a piece of trash! <laughs> he was like, I can't believe you took me to this. It wasn't even. It wasn't even trash. It was like make believe trash. It wasn't real trash. I know real no, trash. It, it was forced. It was like they were trying to force feed the book down your throat. It didn't really it, resonate. It, with it, it was just boring. Who gave a shit? So I you mean, you have a show too, though. Now is it still called the JT Fox Show? Yeah, yeah. I put it on my platform, Millionaire Flakes, because I have a very large platform. You know, we have so many people around the world that listen. So I'm able to self-contain if they go to millionaireflakes.com, they can listen. But, um, you know, I've had, you know, Pacino, Stallone, Schwarzenegger, uh, you know, like some of the biggest names, Michael Douglas, Vince Vaughn. So I've had a lot of big names on my show, um, but also on my conferences. And I always say, like, I always do a serious interview. And then I always end with a money shot. Like if people go to my Instagram, I got John Travolta to sing Greeks. So if you guys check out my Instagram, JT Fox official, I got John Travolta to sing Greece. I got Michael Douglas to recreate the uh, fatal attraction last scene. I wow. got uh, Rocky four. Like I recreated, like literally like recreate Vince Vaughn, your money, no money, like the swingers thing. So, because you'll understand like what makes a show and, and, and you guys obviously have the secret recipe is that you have to be memorable. Um, and, and people don't remember what you say. They remember how it made it feel when they watched it, whatever it is, whether it's laughing or doing something out of the ordinary. And, and that's what people don't understand. You know, you got to have the it factor, which is why I think your show is so popular because both of you have the it factor. Um, and that's what makes it interesting. And so anybody can just do a show and interview people or because there's plenty oh, of those. I've been on some shows where they've interviewed me. And I said to Jimmy, they got to be kidding. <laughs> I mean, they look like shit. They had sweatshirts on, their hair all astrued. The set was horrible. And they didn't ask me any questions, so I took their show over. I had to, otherwise I would have killed myself. And I just did nonstop talking about all the movie stars of golden Hollywood years that I knew. From Jane Russell was my best friend. Jane and I used to hang out, as well as a lot of stars. And I took the show over because I knew this moron was going to ask me the most boring questions and make me look a fool. Hang on, I want to go back to that though. So you guys, because he said that really, he did it all like like nonchalant, like it's not a big deal, but it's actually a really big deal. So the JT Fox show and, and his seminars and stuff that he does are some of the people that have attended and he's interviewed. I'm going to do it a little slower so people actually get it because it's like a really big deal. Mark Wahlberg, Sylvester Stallone, Al Pacino, Michael Douglas, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Vince Vaughn, Calvin Klein, Donna Karen, Steve Wozniak, Dolph Lundgren, Moira Forbes, Christy Brinkley, mm -hmm. Bethany Frankel, Jewel, Brett Michaels, Gene Simmons. I mean, these aren't like just like, you know, B-movie, like shitty, like people. These are like people that are all at the top of, of their, you know, chosen professions. And so when he said it all nonchalantly because he's, he's, he's very, uh, he's very humble. He's not really, I mean, he should be like, yeah, I'm Who's a fucking humble? shit, him. It's cute. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, what are you? So he's handsome. So, and, and you guys can see a lot They're of very his, sexy. His, his I mean, Twitter, really. you guys, is at JTFox, and Fox has two X's, so it's JTFOXS, and his uh, Instagram is JTFoxOfficial. And uh, follow him. He doesn't follow anybody back, so don't worry about that. Just follow him for great content. I follow uh, him all over. <laughs> yeah, you, you, just don't, you don't want my haters. So I got I got enough haters. I got stalkers and crazy people. So um, they go out of the way. So I, I'm protecting other people. So, well, if I had two wishes, they would be that I was 25 and you were gay, <laughs> and we met. Because you are absolutely my type. I never liked sloppy men. I never liked fat men. I always liked handsome men that dressed well. When I met Jimmy, I lowered my standards a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Actually, I, I know. You're I my fat. type. When Jimmy used to say to me, like, what's your type? I'd say, Cary Grant. Or you. You know, you're the, on that. You're so well-dressed, so well-behaved, so, so well-spoken. And funny. I could have wore another tie. By the way, here you're, you're going to appreciate this. this is, uh, no, I like the one you have. The J.T. Fox tie. You'll appreciate it. I have my own yeah. tie. Oh, oh good you, for you. Of course you do. I, where, where do people go to get a J.T. Fox tie? I mean, I, 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 I used to sell at all my events and clients, stuff like that. It's just interesting enough, if you ship it these days, anywhere in the world, you spend more in shipping. Like, for example, yes. to, ship book, like, to ship a book to the U.K. costs me, like, more money than actually the book itself now. Uh, yes. Now, now listen, I'm going to ask you a very important question. I spoke to Johnny Mantis. You know who he is? Johnny Mantis, the yes. singer? Okay. And I said to Johnny, do you miss the humble years? And Johnny said, absolutely. Doris Day said the same thing. She missed the humble years. So did uh, Lauren Bacall. So I'm going to ask you, do you miss any of the humble years? <sighs> Well, I'll, I'll say my life before COVID was on the road throwing 24 days out of the year, almost a different country every day, um, inspiring people doing deals in business, hotels and planes and stuff like that. And it's going to be a year of Friday uh, that I was on stage, uh, 5,000 people, Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, in Edmonton, Canada. And like people say, why do you work so hard? Like, why do you like go all the time, different countries? And I always said, you never know when it can end. That was always my theory, right? Oh, please. You got millions and millions of dollars. Well, but, you yeah, but you never know when it could end, meaning that. Oh, it never yeah. ends when you have that yeah, kind of. Now he's talking about life. Oh, your life but is yeah, not, no, go. Yeah. You're, you're a young man. You're not or the business. Or the business. But the pandemic ended everything. Their way of yes. life. And so, so it did end um, in a way. And so I've been home. Um, and to be honest with you, like. I, I feel like after you've been to 54 countries, I mean, there's a few countries like Korea that I wanted to go to, uh, you know, Luxembourg, uh, you know, Hungary and Romania, those places, because I hadn't been. Um, but like, I feel like I'm at peace that I saw the world and I've been very blessed. And, and I was just been like thinking, like, how different was my life, like the way it was. Um, but I think if I had been for the pandemic, like I was starting not to like it anymore. Because, you know, you get it like different hotels every night, like you're, you're mentally drained. Horrible. I know that life. I did. Yeah, I, so, toured, I toured for years. I hated yeah, so, it. I hated yeah. it. Yeah. And, and so, but there's also another thing I say is like before the pandemic, as it became more successful, I started saying no to more things. No, I won't do this. No, I won't go there. No, I won't. So you're saying no, 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 no. And now I find myself, and you know what? You, when you say no to things, you miss out on things. And so now I find myself to saying yes a lot more. I think I have a whole new appreciation for the world. 
Um, it's sad when you go to the store and everybody's wearing a mask. It's sad that people see each other and they walk. And it may be different in other places, but at least where I'm at, that's kind of what, the way it is. Um, and uh, I think I think for me is that I think I took the world for granted. I took my freedoms for granted. Um, and so now I think I have a much more appreciation for life. So do you want to okay. go here? Yes. Okay. So my, my, yes. My, my, my question to you was, you didn't give me my answer. Do you miss the humble years? Humble years were before you made your big money, when you were just a regular guy, a Joe, trying to make a living, walking the streets, not being recognized, not having all the luxuries you have. When you no. when you lived a simple life, do you miss it? I don't. I don't. I don't miss it. Me neither. Because I, I, <laughs> you got to be stupid. I, I, I hated being broke. I hated being sick and tired. I hated not being respected. Yeah, uh, Done. And you know what? I was a nobody. And now I have the power to, like, if I was a nobody, I wouldn't be on the show. I wouldn't be having fun. I wouldn't have this, like, you know, when's the last time you had a nobody on the show just because there were nobodies, right? So, um, you know, I'm on here because I provide value and they see. But I think when you're somebody, you have the, you have the opportunity to make an impact um, and to help make somebody's life better. And, and in your case, is to make people smile, to get them away however long the show absolutely, is. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. Now, yeah. now, if you were to design the woman that you would like to spend your life with, what would she be like? Uh, they'd look like you, except longer hair. Oh uh, my God, I, I just had a fucking heart attack. Oh my God. That's so funny too, because his daughter sent us Show this my thing drink. earlier today. Show him my drink. Uh, okay. His daughter sent this thing earlier today where she did an app, it's, it's called Face App or something, where you can make yourself look like what you would look like as a man. Yeah, so he wanted to see what he was gonna look like as a woman, but hang on, I'll, t I'll find it. I worked for 42 years to make a living in drag as Jane Russell. In straight clubs. In straight clubs, not gay places, all straight uh, supper clubs. For years I worked. That's why I toured. And this is what I looked like. Hang on. Let's see if we can get it. Can you even kind of see that? Yeah, I can see that. Whoa. That, that's interesting. Yeah, I can see it. That's, yeah, that's, that's not that's bad. So, I mean, so if I would have met you back then, maybe I could have fooled you for a while. <laughs> Yeah, for the first couple hours. And I could have stolen a few I would have found out pretty quick. So I would have found out. You're one of those guys with hand trouble. They're like, what are those? No, so let's go back. Okay, so you have a blog because I want to like promote for people to like, first of all, where do people go to find out? Where's the best places to send them for them to find out more about you? JTFox2x.com. JTFox2x.com. They can see my website. They can see me on the big stages. They can see some funny. You can also check out a lot of my videos on YouTube and my Instagram. Send me an Instagram. Tell me what you think of the show here and my appearance on the show, but love to connect. So. So it's been I'm, a great I'm time. Watch and show. he has a book too called Millionaire Underdog. Where do people get your book? They go to they go to jtfox.com. They see it there. They go to millionaireunderdog.com. How I basically start, scaled, and grew any business. But not here to promote anything. I'm just here to to have fun and, and to be part of this amazing. Yeah, you experience. don't you don't need another nickel. Trust me. Um, <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, I'm in a comic book that people can purchase, and the comic book is hilariously funny because we went to a insane asylum that was abandoned for 35 years. And in order to get in, because the police wouldn't let us, we had to go up a chain link fence. Now, Eileen Shapiro has a chest that's like 52D or something, triple D, the biggest boobs you ever saw in your life. And she's climbing the chain link fence. Well, she threw her boobs over the fence and became caught by her boobs. So there she is, her body's hanging on one side of the chain link and these enormous breasts 
on the other side, oh, and she's yelling at me, saying, Ron, help me. I am doubled over, hysterical laughing. I can't even move. I'm paralyzed because it was the funniest thing I ever saw. Well, guess what? The guy that did the comic book, you put that in. Yeah, it's hilarious. Celebrity so it's a funny comics. comic book. <laughs> Everybody loves Are you. you have Sarah. you ever been in a comic book? Uh, I can't say I am. Uh, I was at a soap opera in Africa playing myself. That was a highlight. Oh, oh that's cool. What else haven't you done? I mean, come on. Now, how, um, how are you sexually? Are you good sexually? I've done a lot. What? Wait, sexually, are you good as experienced as you should be, or are you like shy? Okay, so first of all, like, who's going to say no? No, I'm not. Are you a good kisser? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like a turtle. I love you. I absolutely love you. Do you have a high tech? flat. I got nothing going on. Are you good in bed? I last a minute and I'm done. You know, who would admit to that, even if I was? I got news for you. We're going to have such reviews tomorrow about you. People are going to love and adore you. You're coming back. Oh, yeah, you're coming back because, you know, I'm having a good time. I think you're a great guy. And all the flirting. Even though Jimmy tried to keep us apart. Well, then possibly. Now you can be together. We're 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 meant for each other. No, all the the gay jokes and all the stuff I do is all fun and humor. I love Jimmy, and I would never, never – I don't really see beyond Jimmy. Sharon loves you, though. Yeah, I love him. I I really love you. How could Jimmy think that I wouldn't like you? That stupid bastard. I mean, really. You said you were, were like, super tough, and you don't – like, I mean, I was like – well, are you telling all the guests? This I don't tell everybody, but he's out of our wheelhouse. Well, don't t- don't tell anybody. I don't tell people that. No one is because it's not true. If they're in entertainment, I don't tell them that. And he is you kind of must, an entertainer. Must, but the first listen, time I talked to him, I didn't know listen, that. Listen, Mary, Mary, you must never ever tell yeah. anyone that. Anyone? I'm giving up. Mary. Well, listen, I gotta come on. I was just I just came on just to see. I'm like, yeah, you don't like me? Let me let me see. And then I turned out that I, I Oh, I love that. you. You're coming back. You're funny. I, mean, as I, well. I was shocked the first 12 minutes I was watching. I couldn't like stop watching. And I, I called the CEO. I'm like, she's what's going on in the background? I'm like, I don't know, but I'm gonna have some fun. You know, and I was like, yeah, we're having a like, Well, I let told- me talk about the social political issues in third world countries and how it's affecting the globalization as it relates to the monetary yeah, that'll, policy. That'll well. never happen. Yeah, so <laughs> So do you actually watch TV? Like, like we've just watched a great show called Hunters. Do you ever watch TV? And do you, watch, so what um, kind of TV shows do you like? I like, um, you know, I watch like a lot of Netflix uh, or like Amazon yeah. Prime. Like I, I kind of like Chicago Fire, the Chicago Mad Chicago Beat, just because like it's in Chicago and I know where I love shoot. Chicago. I love Chicago yeah. PD. I like, I like, I just finished watching Vikings, which I'm fascinated with Vikings and stuff like His that. Daughter I love that too. I love Suits. Uh, I'm like Harvey Specter. I actually oh, had him play me at Harvey Specter. So, um, you know, I miss the uh, – I like Blue Bloods. I don't know why, like uh, with Tom Selleck. It's kind of like Blue the Bloods. family component of it, the dinners. I, it's like every family's dream until it happens to you type of thing. You know, they just make it seem <laughs> – like, uh, I love Blue Bloods. We, we, watched, we watched a really good show on Netflix. If you haven't seen it yet already, you'll probably like it. It's called I, – I think it was called I Care A Lot. I, uh, I think it's called I Care A Lot. It was number one on Netflix for like uh, for several days in a row. And it's uh, the lady, she won the Golden Globe for Best Actress for being in it. And uh, and basically it's uh, she's like finds old people who don't have any family and she 
gets them committed and takes over their house, gets them committed into well, old folks' homes and takes their other people. Take, I know, but it's in the it's in the it's in the preview. And then they she basically sells off all their properties and stuff and takes all their money. But it's an excellent movie. Excellent. Now I worked a club in Chicago many years ago. It was a straight club. It was a supper club. Fabulous, gorgeous, big chandeliers. I mean, it was the most elegant club, and I can't remember the name, but it was in the bad part of Chicago, like State Street somewhere down where the subway, where the rail, the trellises upstairs. You know, the south, the south side, the south side. Yeah, and the neighborhood was really rough, but it was a beautiful club. I played that club a few times. I enjoyed Chicago. I, I, I went one time in January because they gave us a shitty booking. And I told my, you know, I ha I was a star and I had other queens that work with me. And I said, girls or boys, it's going to be freezing there. So make sure you bring all good clothes. And they brought like spring jackets or whatever. Well, it was a January not to be believed. I remember getting off the plane and leaving the airport. I died. I really, my feet just turned to crystals so cold how do you deal with that cold i mean i'm not there right now so that i don't deal with that but here's i mean when you're traveling as much like they had a bad winter this year so i just kind of rotate between the three places and uh <clears throat> you know it, it just you get used to it i mean i just i jump into cold plunge in the water and and stuff like that I mean, I don't you like go in the, you're going water like cold like, that? like sometimes you have like uh you go in the cold water and then you jump in the hot tub or the steam room like that shock your body there like the really yeah, cool not, not, not me not me <laughs> where in florida are you uh west palm oh that's where i grew up okay yeah, I, I, I went to forest hill high school palm beach public I'm always I was in, there forever. I was I lived in Boca and I used to go to West Palm all the time. Up to the Breakers, I used to love the Breakers. A That's nice really lunch, a, a lunch at the Breakers was fabulous. And yeah, very Quickest huh? way to go broke. The Breakers will break your wallet. That's for sure. Um, that, well, that, depends, that, it depends on how you order. If you order course. water, water and a slice of bread, it's not that much. The, uh, <laughs> yeah. the, the 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 buffet they have on Sundays, like just phenomenal. Yes. I remember. So where did you say? So you said Chicago, Florida, and where was the third place that you go? Uh, Nashville. Oh, I love Nashville. I love Nashville too. Nashville's fabulous. That's yeah. a, Tennessee has a great, very Tennessee has a great tax right credit for movies. Okay. Very in place. I know so many people from California that are moving to Nashville so because Chicago, you, could, there, yeah. you could get a gorgeous house for like three hundred thousand. That would be well, in yeah. LA two two million. Yeah, well, you, for what's it, two million dollars, you can get a ten thousand square foot home. So, which is, yeah, and by the way, I mean, we, we, we live in Palm Springs, and I got to tell you, no state tax, no state tax too. So, oh, that's nice too. Yeah, but no, we live in Palm Springs, and I got to tell you, I mean, we paid a lot for our house, and if we moved to uh, where we want to move, Las Vegas, not Las Vegas, uh, no, the, the state of Nevada. Nevada. What we paid for this house, we could get a mansion in Nevada. Yeah, no, that's a good point. By the way, I got a, I got a meeting in two minutes. You guys still need me, or no? Or we're I ready to go. At two minutes, at one o'clock. Our next guest is coming anyway. So you guys, this is JT Fox. He's very very cool. His uh, Twitter is at JT Fox with two X's. His Instagram is JT Fox Official. We want to thank you for coming on. It was a blast. We had a really good time. Thank you for being a good sport and. Wish you the best in everything you do. You're definitely coming back. I'm inviting you now. Anytime, any, anytime, anytime. You guys are absolutely amazing. There was a lot of there was a lot of confusion about the time today, and I remember mm -hmm. I was like, "Well, what time is it supposed to be?" And they're like, "This." I'm like, 
but your schedule is. I'm like, move the damn thing. I don't want to get upset at me. Like, just move it. I was like, why can't we move this? They're like, you hate moving schedules. I'm like, but I don't want Ron to be mad at me. I don't even know him. I don't even know I could never, ever be mad at you, no matter what you did. Even if you uh, well, unless you didn't know me, you'd be like, who is this guy? Look at no, him. He, no, Dude no, you're, you're, a, you're a sweetie pie. You're far from anybody I would just And like. tell everybody thanks for working yeah. the whole thing out. We appreciate yeah, it. And yeah, good I'm, luck I'm with I'm the next one. By the way, thank you to Eileen. Ron, you're the man. Someday yeah. uh, there'll be a statue out there uh, with you and a microphone. So I, I, I see you it. Na naked. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, the phone person should have a full disclosure. Please listen at your own risk. Yes. We apologize, <laughs> well, we apologize for Ron in advance. Thank you. <laughs> JT, stay well, stay happy, stay forever. What a terrific guest. Oh my I really God. loved him. He's and adorable. he is so friggin' good looking. He is adorable. I wish my daughters were younger. He is really, I mean, what a catch. Everybody's trying doing. to fix him up with Goddess because Goddess joined us in the middle of yeah, all Yeah, but that. what a fix. He, what a catch. Hey, Goddess. You got to like, love it. So also, you guys, let's do a little ad. You can listen to our show live Wednesdays on W4CY Radio, our home station. We're also on K4HD Radio in L.A., Jackalope Radio in St. Louis, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Audio Boom, Podomatic, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Spreaker, Apple TV, uh, Podbean, Spotify, and Pandora. And on uh, TV, you can watch us on YouTube com and Comcast. Um, so uh, it's a lot of fun. We enjoy it. And I want to thank everybody for continuing to share our Apple podcast links because we're trying to get on the Apple podcast charts. And uh, and what a great guest. That was a lot of fun. I so enjoyed him and handsome as hell and rich and in his suit. Oh, my God. What a girl could want. That's funny. And I bet you every girl in that chat, I bet you everybody that was in the chat room, well, even the married ones were saying, why didn't I get him? I mean, a catch like that, handsome, with a beautiful body and a beautiful dresser with millions and millions of dollars. Oh, my. I almost get a sex change for him if I were younger. Also, you guys, watch the JT Fox show tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern time, I believe. Eileen's going to be on it. Uh, Are you going to be on Fox's show, Eileen? Wear a low-cut top. I'm not going to be. Eileen's going to, yes. No, Whenever that, he does his show, I think it's on Millionaire, uh, Millionaire, uh, what's it called? Millionaire Flicks platform. So it's MillionaireFlicks.com. Yeah, Eileen, show the cannons. You never know. Also, you guys, tomorrow, uh, March 4th, is Fan Room Live with Leland Squar, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, <laughs> 5 p.m. Pacific Time, hosted uh, by the fabulous uh, Sherry Nelson. So please go to FanRoomLive.com, get your tickets for the meet and greet to meet Leland Squar. And take pictures and go back in the backstage online with and everything. It's a lot of fun. So it's fanroomlive.com tomorrow, Leland Squad, 8 p.m. Eastern time, 5 p.m. Pacific time. It's a lot of fun. It's going to be a blast. Um, there's so many messages. Everybody's like sending me all these like messages. Um, uh, but everybody loved JT Fox and we loved him. I'm glad you guys all liked him too. A lot of people joined and, us. And everybody out there, don't you think it was horrific what Jimmy said about me to him? That was not nice. I would never do that to Jimmy. I'm going to kill him after the show. I'm being placid now. But once the show is over, furniture's going to fly. He's going to go to a wall. I'm going to put his head right through the fucking wall. He exaggerated quite no, a I'm bit. No, I'm not. Oh, dear. JT. No, I know your mouth. You said to me before we went on the A, you're not going to like him. He's arrogant. And I said, no, he's not. He's sweet as hell. 
And he is sweet. He's fabulous. That's what I get. I get promo from my partner. Anyway, he's gorgeous. You're just jealous. I fell in love with him. Oh, I'm not jealous. If he were gay, if he were gay and liked old bags, I'd leave you right now and be with him. Thank you. That's nice. Well, because look at him. He's gorgeous and rich and smart and funny. And wow, I didn't know men came like that anymore. That's why funny. can't my daughters find something like that? I think my daughters are looking for something like that. That's why they can't find anybody. That's right. Because most men are morons. We didn't say there's a lot of people in the chat room. We didn't say hi to. We have uh, Teresa Saban is in there. Goddess joined us. B Claudia. Um, I don't know what 8 p.m. your time is, uh, Claudia. 8 p.m. Eastern time for Leland Sklar. Um, who else joined us? Angela Joseph, which I think. Oh, Dave Hughes joined us in the chat Angie room. Angie Baby. Kisses. Um, let's see. A whole bunch of people uh, joined us. Oh, Angie. I want to thank you very much for liking what I wrote about my movie. I'm very disappointed that so many people I know and have worked with have ignored my posts. I don't know if they didn't get them or if they got them and they're jealous. I don't know what the story is. But so many people that I know so well, good friends, are not supporting me with this movie. And I have supported everyone's film, and you know that. So you know what I'm saying? People are not nice. Angie's fabulous. Angie's good. Angie right away came on and liked to make comment. Teresa says she loves our hairstyles. That's mostly yours. Yeah, I, I, I wore my hair like this all my life. Sometimes I cut it where it goes up. When I wear it up and crazy, everybody can say, look, I Tony Curtis. And I say, Tony Curtis when? Before he died or when he was young? Because when I was young, in my 19 and 20s, I looked like him. And then they say now I look like him, but I, I know Tony. You want to know what's on your shirt? Pineapples. 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 And it's a pistachio, my favorite color, pistachios, my gorgeous color green. And it's got yellow pineapples and kind of other crap floating on it. I love this shirt. It's a happy shirt. It is a happy shirt. It's a lot of fun. Very happy shirt. So now what are we going to do uh, now that Felice is not coming on? Well, uh, Dave's coming on. I know. So Dave's going to have to swing minutes. the whole interview. Like, he can't swing an interview. Oh, Come Dave on. is wonderful. He's, like, so fabulous. Everybody, all you girls and gay guys, the guy that's coming on now is hot and cute and sexy with a gorgeous yeah, it's body. A, it's like an all-gay, it's, it's an all-hot dude day. No, I worked with him, you know, so we were in dressing rooms together. Ta -da 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 -da. It's an all-hot dude day, though. So, so we really I, I have information on him that you would th be thrilled to know about. But anyway, he's a sweetie pie, and I, I really like this guy a lot. They said we should just uh, shoot the breeze while we're waiting for Dave, yes. so that works. So we watched... Uh... Well, I want to tell a story about him. Okay. I had trouble on a set with my director, and I was being bamboozled and hurt and insulted and upset tremendously, so I walked off the picture. And he was the only one that stuck up for me and told other people the real story of what happened. And for that, I'm forever his friend. That's right. He's fabulous. Um, Dave Sheridan, you guys Dave know Sheridan is a doofy. Good, good, he was doofy. He's got a wife that has a, pro a physical problem, and he takes care of his wife like she was a goddess, a, a dream. And he, he works hard. And he works his, his ass off. He works his ass off. He raises his children because his wife is incapacitated. He is a genius and a sweetie pie of a guy and so handsome. And you guys, 
Felissa Rose. And one reason why we're having Felissa and Dave come on the show today is because they're doing a fan room live on Sunday, March 7th, which is this Sunday. It's at 5 p.m. Eastern time, 2 p.m. Pacific time. It's fanroomlive.com to get tickets. And you'll get to meet and talk with both uh, uh, Felissa and Dave. And then if you buy the backstage, you can go back and get to ask them questions and all kinds of stuff. So please uh, check it out. Um, it's fanroomlive.com. Get the tickets for Felissa Rose, phenomenal screen, screen queen, Dave Sheridan. They've both been in tons of movies together. They're both superstars. They're a lot of fun. And Yeah, but I wish she would come on the show because, you know, the show goes on. Even if you're sick, vomiting, snots are rolling out of your nose, your eyes are blurry, you go on. Yeah, but beautiful women don't do that. Well, I yeah. Found. I mean, it's okay. If you're a trooper, I'm surprised that she's not coming on. I'm a little upset about it. That's okay. No, really, because, you know, it screws us up. Um, you know, well, give us notice. Give us a week's notice so we could replace you. No, she didn't know she was sick. In, uh, well, you could, how sick is she? What is she dying? Oh, no, three days. She said she's been. Sick. What is she? I hope she doesn't have COVID. I don't know, but we can't worry about any of that. So. You know, she's an Italian broad from Jersey. Those broads are tough. Felicia's is no wimpy uh, violet. She's a very tough woman. If you know her, she's strong. She's powerful. So whatever it is that's got it has to be really bad. And we're going to ask us ladies here. We're going to ask. Oh, no, Dave is here, though, so we're going to let we're him We're going to ask Dave what she's got. We're going to let <laughs> him in. Hello, hello. I thought you had a beard. No, no. My wife's upstairs. <laughs> Ron, he's going he's to spit all over himself Ron, now. Look, Ron, at, I, look at these. Look at this. I just got out of the shower for you, Ron. <laughs> He's going to spit all over himself now. I look like uh, like something from like muscle, like Venice. Oh, I think that is funny. You are so feared upstairs. He lost his headphones and everything. I mean, you just, you destroyed. Who is the one? Who is the guy? You destroyed me. Marissa Hartley. Who was her dad's name? The bodybuilder. He married uh, the one that uh, Marissa Hargitay. Hargitay's father. Who? Mariska Hargitay. Who's her father? Yeah, he, he was Mickey Haggerty. Yeah, Mickey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jane Mansfield's husband. That's right. That's right. He was Muscle Beach. He was Muscle Beach. With That's all right. Things. You are hysterical. Uh, they loved it, though. Everybody in the chat room is like, like, oh, my God, he showed us his like chest. They're all freaking out. And like, I know you. <laughs> you know, as, as I said earlier, I was in a movie with him. And, yeah. and he changed. In, I mean, nothing really bad, but he changed in front of me. And this guy's got a beautiful body, and he's got a beautiful face, and he's a beautiful person. And let's introduce him. And everybody that let's sees him, him should understand he's that what's inside of him is really what counts. And I love him because, as I said, he stuck up for me in a movie where I was being brutalized by some people, ageist shit. And he came to my rescue and told the truth. And for that, I will always be uh, his buddy and at his side, no matter what happens with him. And guess what? I'm putting you in my movie. <laughs> really? Yeah. All right. I can't discuss it now. It's a good part. You'll like it. Okay, good, good, good. So I hang on. Let's introduce I have, I'm oh, going to tell you. I'm going to tell am you. I playing the, am I playing the young Ron? Am no, no. You're Ron gonna, you're gonna, you're, the Ron Wilson no, story? No, we're going to have to age you. Because oh, okay. you're, you're uh, a little bit because you're playing the head of the mafia, ooh, I mafia like the mafia boss, and I know you could pull it off because I saw you when you did rat with me and how you behaved with the toothpick and it was wonderful. 
So yeah. that's why I said, yes, you could play the boss. It's good. You have, a, you have a lot of pages. So I hope you remember, not like me. I mean, you've got <laughs> paragraphs this big. Oh. He has no problem. A lot of speed. He makes 50 movies a year. He has no problem. No, I know. Good. But, you know, I wear an earplug now, so I'm going to be brilliant in this movie because I get all my lines right. All right. So hold on. I should get one of those. I should be allowed to get one of those too. That's like I don't that. think I don't think you need it. Yeah, you don't need it. You're like a superstar. You do, you, you're good. You do your lines. You're it's like the Cyrano. You know, it's the see what is that Cyrano? Cyrano de Borjak. Yeah. Yeah. It's but, I mean, but we're, Jim, Jim, we're getting our oh. lines read, but we get them backwards, and I'm saying your lines, and you're saying mine, and it's no. fantastic. Oh no. my God! But everybody loves your hair too. They were like, "What great hair!" No, so, when, hey, everybody, huh? let's introduce me. Hey, everybody, now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented and super cool Dave Sheridan. Hello, and welcome to the show. Hello, thanks for having me. Thanks you, thank you. We're excited to have you on. The chat room is filled with people. Give a quick shout out to Angela Joseph. Hey, Angela, I love and, that name, uh, Angela. There you go. And and Dawn Hinton, who like uh, every time we have a guest coming on the show, she like posts on Facebook what movie she's watching ahead of time. So she yeah. watched something of yours last night. So give a shout out to Dawn. Oh, thank you, Dawn. Thank you for watching something. Yeah, she's cool. No, yeah, something. <laughs> Jay, Jay, I think Jay. that was, uh, yeah, it was a Jay. love story. Something of mine. <laughs> I remember that one. I was dying. I was in a wheelchair on a beach. That's all I remember about <laughs> Now, Dave, do me a do me a favor, Dave. Take the hat off and pull yeah. the camera closer so the girls can see your face. Okay, how's that? Look how handsome he is. There you go. I got girls, out of the shower. I was showering for you guys because I was doing yard work. Well, this that's way good. You wouldn't smell, but girl, <laughs> girls, plug in your vibrators. Look at how cute so you wouldn't smell. Plug that's freaking like hair of us. Look how hold on, gorgeous. Ron, Ron, what? Ron. What, what, plug what? in your vibrator. Don't most of them have batteries nowadays? I mean, you know, I know you're a little old, but that, that's an iron. You're thinking of an iron. I think you plug an iron. No, 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 no. They, they, the rabbit you can get with a cord or with batteries. It depends on how long it takes the chick to come. If she takes a long time to come, <laughs> she uses a wire plugged in. Oh, if wow. she's a fast comer, she uses a battery. Oh my God! They're all talking about how gorgeous you are, though. So that's oh, works out. I want them to know how gorgeous he is because it's going to be in my movie. I've never <laughs> been with a woman. I don't know. I mean, I've been with a woman, but I don't. I, you know, <laughs> what I mean is, no woman, never, no woman never, I've been with needs toys like that because they've got right. this boy toy. That's know? right. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's Italian. That's sexy. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of women like vibrators when their husbands aren't or boyfriends aren't around. You know, they get in the mood. They're in the kitchen. They open the drawer. They put the vibrator on. They lean against it while they're cutting cucumber. And they get happy. It's <laughs> good. So, Dave, what are you in? What are we going to see you in? What are, I think that's why on? I always have my phone on vibrate. And I never have. <laughs> right, right. It's in your pocket. <laughs> Listen, what, what are you in now that we should see? Well, the next movie that's going to come out is uh it's called stone cold killers and and um and you guys i met you guys for the first time on that film you came to the yes. set and did an interview in the trailer remember it was originally called it was originally start, it was filmed under killer rose right is that the right. one yes right. is it stone yeah. cold killers or because i wrote down cold-blooded killers oh i guess it is cold-blooded killers i always get that and stone cold ice cream mixed up you're right <laughs> 
I'm not joking. I do. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, my. I think that's like. So cold, you guys, cold blooded killers. Cold stone, cold stone ice cream and cold blooded killers. <laughs> I'd love to meet you when you're 80. <laughs> so, you guys, cold blooded killers. We actually went on the set and uh, met everybody and interviewed a bunch of people. That's where we first met Dave when he didn't look anything like he looks now. Uh, oh, at all. Yeah, you're right. I, it's a great role. I played. Weren't here. you a biker? Weren't you a biker? I was the main bad guy, and I had a mohawk and big. Yeah, a mohawk and big mutton chops. I remember. I had tattoos remember. on my hands, my knuckles. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. I remember. So you guys, Cold Blooded Killers stars Dave Sheridan, Felissa Rose, uh, Caroline Williams is in it, <laughs> Judson Mills, Gabrielle Stone, Brink Stevens, Ricky Dean, Logan, Jan Birch, Vincent Ward, Nicole Sinaglia, and a bunch of other people. But those are the ones that I think How are come I'm most not notable. It. Everybody I know is in it with me. I know. Well, they shot it before anybody knew who you were. Everybody knows who I am. Now. <laughs> I, no, I I didn't know you guys. I would have put you in it for sure. I'm sure you would. Of course you I'm would. I'm putting you in the Cold Stone ice cream sequel. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Where we kill people by shoving so, ice cream down their throats. Yeah, and freeze one to scoop death. at a time. One scoop at a time. What, what do you want to tell people about it? I don't want to give away too much. So tell people whatever they, you think they need to know and how. And, and when do you think it's coming out? I know you said next month. End of April, like middle end of April. So I don't have the date. I think the trailer will be uh, coming out in the next couple of weeks. I've seen the trailer. It's great. And it's, uh, you know, uh, Felissa and I do a lot of horror movies. Uh, when she approached me on this one, she wanted to write something for herself that was challenging. And she had a director write um, a film that she had the idea for, which was uh, her as kind of a Snake Plissken grindhouse uh, assassin, sort of like a tough assassin chick. And she plays Killer Rose. And I'm her arch nemesis, Hank. And I run this roadhouse. And um, she killed my brother on a job. Like she got paid to kill my brother, but I business is business. So then I put a hit on her and I put $2 million on her head and I send 15 hitmen after her. And she's, it's really about her getting to me, but she has to go through multiple, multiple hitmen and gauntlets and, you know. Kind of like John Wick. <laughs> it's a lot like John Wick, but with, uh, with, uh, without the dick. So John yeah. Wick minus the dick. <laughs> John Wick. Well, I, I also want to approach Melissa I want her to play my daughter in my movie, and she'll play Lucia, who's seven months pregnant, and she's got no, she's got good a good. Uh, I need a real strong Italian Brooklyn type, and she's Jersey. What difference? You know, she can speak Brooklyn. <clears throat> no, she's Long Island. She's Long Island. What Long Island? I thought she was Jersey. I can't tell you what part of Long Island, but it's a you know, um, it's a it's a nice part of Long Island. She's she's Long Island. I'm Jersey. No, no, I think she's, I think now I'm remembering she did say she was Long Island. Ron's, yeah. Ron's all in New York. You're from Jersey for real? I am, yeah, yeah. Where are you from in New Jersey? All different, all different places. Uh, Patterson, New Jersey, uh, mm -hmm. you know, um, so, so like Bergen County, North Jersey. Yes. That area. Uh, and then also West Jersey, like out by like um, Phillipsburg, or like there's a, there's a there's a town called Hampton or Clinton. It's on 78 that comes out from the, the I think the Lincoln Tunnel. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We we I've lived in there. Pennsylvania. We lived in Doylestown, Pennsylvania, yeah. which is I, I'm originally really close. born in Brooklyn, lived in Queens, and in later years lived on Long Island. And I, excuse me, I think Melissa and I talked about that. I like like it. So I want to put. I want to say something to you that you're to your face that okay. you are a, a remarkable man, 
a remarkable husband. Thank you. And a, and a fantastic father. Ooh. And my hat's off to you because I raised two daughters alone and I know what a job it was. And I know that you care for your family as a caregiver. Yep. And I just want to tell you that you're going to get such good luck the rest of your life because of what you do. No, you do bad, you get bad. You do good, you get good. Don't let anybody tell you different. And everybody yeah. thinks you're going to be a great mobster. Well, no, I just think he's a sweetheart of a guy. And I'm so happy to work with him again. I mean, it would be fun. Because he's a very funny guy offset, by the way. You can't, he never acts like, you know, straight, normal, and boring. He's always got a joke or a crack, crack to say. So he's good moral support in a film. When you work hard, like we're going to work on this film hard only because of the dialogue. I wrote it like a 1943 movie. So it's not a stupid killer movie where they die one by one, that shit. It's a real story with dialogue and, and moments of whatever. It's a, when you get the script, you'll know what I mean. Oh, I love it. I love it. And well, you know, I, wanted, I, want, excuse me, I wanted to see if a 1943 type movie would work today. That was another reason why I did it. We'll see. I, don't, I don't see why it wouldn't. And what, what a lot of people don't know about me is uh, uh, I, I love all the classic movies and stuff. That's really all I, I watch. We were on the airplane. I, I was just traveling for 14 days. And that's one of the reasons Felissa is uh, she's tired as heck because we really we went for it, you know, and um, we had a great time. But we went to two conventions. We shot a film in between. So we were gone for 14 days nonstop. And uh, on little is like three hours of sleep for about 10 days, three hours each day. So, um, but we got on the airplane, it was Delta, and they have all these uh, movies, all the new Uh-oh. We lost your sound, Dave. How'd that happen? Oh, there we go, there you go, you're, you're back. Are. You're, back. back. So you're, on, you're on Delta, and you had all the new movies, and then you cut off. Yeah, yeah, so I watched, um, the one I chose to watch was, uh, it was Humphrey Bogart, and it was called The Treasure of Sierra Madre. And it was, okay, um, yeah, it was good. I liked it a good, lot. Good film, good film. Yeah. It was one of Bogart's favorites. Was it? Okay. Well, I knew Lauren Bacall, his wife. Right. And I, I asked uh, La Betty, whatever her name, Lauren, Betty, whatever, uh, what were some of Bogie's favorite movies he loved? And that was one that he she mentioned right away. And, of course, he liked, he really didn't like Casablanca, but. Right. I think after he was in it and saw what it did, he liked it. We had Monica Henry, though, on the show last week, who was Paul, Paul Henry's Henry. daughter. And Paul Henry is the second male lead in Casablanca. And he was also in. Um, uh, he played. He played uh, now Voyager. He was uh, opposite Betty Davis in Now Voyager. And he played opposite Ingrid Bergman in Cas Casablanca. He played her husband. Uh, those films are wonderful. I wrote it with the tempo of those films. Of course, I updated the acting. I didn't make it corny like they did. Right. Uh, it, it's very quick. It's very funny because everything is a punchline and a joke. Uh, so I want to make people laugh. Good. It's time okay. that we have fun films, feel-good films. And the other thing is I wanted to co-star with Lainey all my life. I know, as I said, I know Lainey for 30-something years, 40 years, whatever. And I've always wanted to work with her because she's, you know who she is, Lainey Kazan? Yeah, yeah, of course. My big fat Greek wedding? Yeah, yeah. Okay. She's brilliant comedian. She's wonderful. So hang on. Uh, one thing, because i got to make sure we do a plug for this. So you guys, uh, Dave, Dave and Felissa are doing Fan Room Live on Sunday, you guys. It's at 5 p.m. Eastern time, 2 p.m. Pacific time. To get tickets, you go to fanroomlive.com. They're going to be on together. 
Uh, it'll be the two of them. You get to talk to them, uh, hear them uh, getting interviewed, ask questions, and all kinds of fun stuff. So please go get your tickets, fanroomlive.com. This Sunday, March 7th, 5 p.m. Eastern time, fanroomlive.com. And then I want to say – Hold on. Wait can a- I see something on that fanroom live uh, thing? Absolutely. I'm super excited because it's my first time doing something sort of more of an intimate uh, virtual thing. Like here you guys are hosting – uh, on that, we're going to be able to interact with the the fans like right right away, and yes. then I think there's a moment where they can go privately and talk to me, or or Felissa privately as well. Um, so I think that's uh, that's kind of neat too, because even at the conventions when we're talking to fans, they're standing at a table and there's other people around, so they might not be able to say certain things, uh, you know, that they don't want to other people to hear out loud and stuff like that. So, and this fan room live, it's almost, you, you know, you're, private, you're able to yes. be one-on-one with us. So, yes. So what, happen, cool. what happens if a girl privately says to you, I want to go down on you? Virtually? <laughs> like virtually though? <laughs> well, no, <laughs> no, yeah, it's all virtual. <laughs> I guess I can, this no, is no, a phone. I, I can lower the phone a little no. bit. <laughs> Not if, not if she says to you, I want to go down on you in the parking lot next to your car. Uh, um, uh, next to my man, Paul. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's too much. You say, so you say, Wait, you, say <laughs> you simply it's say a high-end grocery store parking lot. That, that's probably a better chance. I don't know. No, it's a Walmart parking lot. parking lot in the back. Yeah, I don't know. You simply say to her, have finger, have joy. Goodbye. That's yeah, that's funny. So also, you guys, uh, and I, I don't even know if Ron knows this, but well, I want to say congratulations because you're in the, you're in the blind sequel, Pretty Boy. That's right. I'm very excited because we we actually for all the independent films that we get to go through, thought Blind was one of the best ones that we it was wonderful. Uh, we got to see and and the Pretty Boy sequel you guys filmed during COVID. Marcel Walsh directs it, and it's you and Jed Rowan and Devaney Penn and Maria Olson and Robert Russler and Tyler Gallant and Sarah French. Everybody's been on our show, but Robert Russler, who I would love to get on our show. And uh, I think that uh, number one, kudos and congratulations. I know you're not allowed to talk about it too much, but but I think it's super exciting. I'm happy to see you in a film that we love so much. And I hope two is as good as one because one was wonderful. I think two is actually going to be better and it's going to be setting up three because, and I can't give anything away, but my role is very intricate to the, all three of them. Like, okay, even though so, oh, I wasn't in the first one, you'll see, it's sort of like, you'll go, Oh, this is the character that kind of sets the first one in motion. And then I play a bigger part in the third one as well. So. I love that. Cause number one, I have to say, uh, you know, so, so, since we just met you, you know, a couple of years ago, and I and I knew who you were just because everybody's seen, you know, all the Doofy. I mean, everybody knows Doofy. Like, there's a personal – anybody who doesn't know Doofy's got to be, like, fucking living in a box. Um, so I've always been a fan, and uh, and the fact that you get to do all the great comedic things. But every movie that you're in, even some of the ones that I'll say maybe aren't the best movies ever, you are, like, the highlight in every every movie that you're in because you're so good. You shine. In all of them. You, you really sh- shine. You shine. In, in, the, in the good ones, you shine, and in the bad ones, you shine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and, and just, if I have any fans out there, I don't know if I do, but uh, that is I'm one sure thing. You do. It's one thing, as I was coming up, I've been doing it, this. I've been in the business for 30 years. So um, the one thing I noticed as, you know, as the arc, and you know, there's ebbs and flows, and there's career, but I, one thing I noticed about some older actors, and I, I'm going to consider myself an older actor. I am 52. So um, uh, I've been around. And I, I noticed when other actors start to take 
not the best films, but they also don't, they don't do their best performance. They mail it in. I call it mailing it in. And the one thing about me is I can only control my own performance. I can only control me. I don't control the, the editing. I don't control the directing. I don't control the script. Right. So I look at it like I take the role for the role because I'm an actor. I'm not the director. I'm not the filmmaker. And all my job is to do the best in that role, to give that director and writer the best chance of making his best film. So as a team player, I go there and my job is to act and I never mail it in. And whether the movie's bad or good, I hope people say, well, Dave was great in it. And he tried. I think that I actually think that they do because, because I watch all the films. Um, I've seen probably every film that you've been in, except for these ones that haven't come out yet. And, uh, and I always notice that, it, that you do always stand out as, as someone who like really does a great job. Thank me you. Too, me too. Yes. So then you guys I stand out in my film. So you, you do. You do. You do stand out. But sometimes you're standing so far out you're not in frame anymore. But it's fine. Well, there's no there's no such <laughs> thing. They're as actually very happy about that a lot of times. But there's no such thing as a monk anymore. No, no monks. I was no. told by my director, walk over there and turn around. I said, You can't, well, what the you fuck can't is use there? the word mark, it's gender specific. You have to say yeah. oh, spot. Please, please. I'm happy. Scene. I'm gonna be I'm I'm going to be in a Marcel Waltz's film when he gets it ready called The Wedding. Okay. And I'm the, bride. the Bride. And I'm excited to work with him. Uh, just, oh, just to say, I've known Marcel for about five years, and this was the right. first one I finally did, you know, was able to uh, shoot a movie with him. And so I, I, I wouldn't say I was nervous. Um, I don't get nervous, but I was curious. I'm always curious, especially since I've known him for so long. And that's pretty long in my business, five years. He's absolutely wonderful. I love yes. him as a director and as a person. I already liked him as a person, so I was curious what it was going to be to work with him as a director, and he uh, he really fulfilled my expectations. I, I loved his, you know, he's the kind of guy that uh, just wants to be creative and wants to make you feel comfortable as an actor and let you go and bring your best work. So I, I, I'll work with him again anytime. I you know. I, I think too. He got such. He got a. He got a really good cast for this one. Like, yep. did you? Uh, and he's also a very good friend of ours. Yeah, he's a good friend very of dear too. friend of mine. Do very you? Uh, how was Robert Rustler? Was that the first film you've done with Robert mm -hmm. Rustler, or have you done other ones with him? Uh, yeah, no, that was the first one, and I didn't have scenes with him, so. Uh, uh, so you didn't get to really like hang yeah. out. Yeah. Robert Rustler is the star of my favorite '80s film called Thrashing, and it's yep. a skateboarder film with him and. Um, uh, him and and uh, Josh Brolin, Josh Brolin, and uh, Brooke McCarter, and Brooke McCarter was a good friend of mine. So like, I loved that freaking like. I know it's a cheesy, terrible movie, but if you were like a kid of the '80s and you were like a skateboarder, it was like a big yeah. deal. Film. I, I I have a whole bunch of skateboards in my garage right there. I go out skating every now and then. My I love that. I was gonna paint the daggers because that in that one it's the the bad guys are the daggers. Yeah, the bad yes. And um, it's very you know and and. I just watched the West Side Story uh, like last week with my son because we're going through. Oh, because you're going to like this. Ha! I mean, I, I, we try to watch everything. So we're really getting down. It's moving into musicals now. It's moving into period piece stuff. But he's reading The Outsiders for school. You know that that book, The Outsiders? And there's the yes. movie. So I, I come the into movie. his bedroom and he's watching Grease. He's watching Grease, the musical. Uh, or the uh, the John Travolta one. Yes. And I go, oh, oh, you're watching this. I love this movie. Why, why are you watching this? And he's like, well, um, we're reading Outsiders for school, and I got to do a book report on it. And I go, so why are you watching this? He goes, well, I couldn't find Outsiders on, like, Netflix, but this is the same thing. 
And I was like, no, no, it, it's not the same. It's like, oh, it's the same Certainly thing. Certainly you're not the same. It's the same thing. So then we watched Grease, and then we watched, then we watched West Side Story, because again, I go, well, here's another one, and this was, was, was shot closer to the period. You know, and this was like, this was actually like 1959, 61, so it was closer to the period of the, of the period that they're playing. And uh, I go, and then we watched that, and I go, yeah, they are kind of the same. You're right. Never mind. I was like, because Greasy is a lot like, you know, they're all. I said, just go ahead and write, you know, they had greasy hair and jeans and, you know, leather jackets. Uh, the Outsiders, that's like Pony Boy, right? That's like C. Thomas Allen, Patrick Swayze and all those guys. Everyone, Estevez, Cruz, everybody's in that movie. Yeah. yeah. Now, are you going to be in uh, uh, Joseph Kelly's movie, Clowny? That, okay, so that is the Clown Motel sequel. No, no I, that's I don't know. a different, different movie called Clowny. No, he's not in that. Uh, no, I, I think I, I might, might be, be. the I'm in, voice. I'm, I'm, I'm in that. Oh, a voice. Okay. No, I might be the voice of Clowny. Oh, that's cool. That's, that's cool. I did get, I had to go and look at the email. I think he meant, didn't they have something to do with Clown Motel, though? But it's the same guy who did Clown that's Motel. It. Yes. Yeah, he 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 emailed me. I'm I'm pointing over my computer. He emailed me over there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I didn't get a chance to hit him back in because it was it was a voiceover. So I figured it's not something he needs. Like it wasn't immediate. He would have said right. back to me in a week. You know. Yes. Right. So, so you know, being on the film, I would just portray the killer's voice like voice. I did in Scary Movie. I was the voice of mm -hmm. Ghostface in that in that movie. He yeah. already gave me my shooting. Story. Oh, were you really the? I didn't know that you were the voice of Ghostface. In the scary movies, and not yeah. in screen. No, yeah. I know, I know, I know. In the scary movie, like that's. I mean, that's really one of the best, the best movie, the types of movies that make fun of all the other movies. That's the best one that's ever been made. So the it fact really that you is. got like you've got the best thing, and you also get to be the voice is cool. And I yeah. read, so I read because now there's a. I got the movie. mask. You want to see the mask? Come oh yeah, I want to see the mask. Hell yeah! <laughs> that's my yeah. kind of shit. This this is the original mask that I wore in the film. How do I get a nice shot of that? Oh, wait, you're in there. Hey, everybody, check that yeah. out. Wait, wait. Oh my God, that is yeah. so. Because I'm a total props person. Yeah, like, I love is, that stuff. This is like 20 years old. I mean, it's hand painted. There's blood on it still, and yeah. That is so cool. Yeah. It's not even funny. Look at this, you guys. Every now and then, I like to play oh. around. And then it's hard to hear the voice because you got to be up close. But I'm in the house. That's <laughs> what I am. What's your favorite skill? I'm gonna get you like a fish. Oh my god! Do the thing when you're stoned. Oh, not, nothing. Just chilling and killing. That's what he said. What's up? What's up? What's up? I fucking love that shit. Yeah. I love that shit so much. So that, hey, you guys, that was a special treat, everybody. That was cool leave, shit. Leave, leave your hat off. You have such a beautiful oh, hair. Oh, come on. No, no, your hair is gorgeous, and you look good with your hair. I never know when I'm going to cut it or not, the hair. I was leave it. Oh, it the, hat, the hat looks stupid. You I just, I, what I do is I grow the hair out, and then when somebody says you have a roll, I, I cut it to the roll, you know? So. Well, that's what I do. But I yeah. love your hair. It looks good. It looks sexy and sloppy, and we're trying to sell you. With a hat, you look like an old man fishing. So uh, just to let you know about that mask, the reason I have that out and have the knife and uh, the robe is already at the museum, but there's a museum in Vegas called the Tom Devlin's Monster Museum. Actually, it's in Boulder City, Colorado, or, or Boulder City, Las Vegas, or Ve where is Las Vegas? Nevada? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but have you ever gone to Las Vegas and they actually have a, like a Las Vegas, Las Vegas? 
because you know there's like New York and there's Paris and then they have a casino that's Las Vegas because now there's no Las Vegas anymore in Las Vegas. Right. So, right. Yeah. That was a joke. They don't, but I thought, you know, <laughs> but you're gonna put but, but you're gonna wait. So are you donating it to the museum or what are you doing? I, I, it's on loan. Okay. It'll be there March 13th, uh, uh Saturday, March 13th, uh, to to unveil it. It's gonna be there's a whole like uh what do you you know, like it's everything's gonna be there, like the robe, the mask, the knife, the gloves, and then probably some other artifacts and you know, a video that talks about it or whatever. But I'll be there also with Felissa. We'll both be there signing as a meet and greet and stuff like that. I don't know how long it will be in the museum for, but uh, it'll be there long enough, probably a year, I would imagine. Because uh, it's, it's better for him to preserve it than sitting in, a, in my office here, just lying around. Yeah, right. Definitely. It's very cool, too. It lets everybody else and you get could, to see And it. you could make some more money with it. That's what I'm trying to do, Ron. Dad, wait, Ron, yeah. that's a good idea. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, that's a good idea. No, so I mean, I not, you're not going to loan it to them for nothing. They got to do something for you. <laughs> they are. Here's what they're doing. They're 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 making a with a with a laser because this is so it's handmade and it's uh, latex and stuff uh, that's kind of falling apart a little bit. So they're going to laser scan it and make a 3D model, and then we're going to make replicas of that mask that I can sell. Oh, that's very cool. Cool. Oh, that's cool. No, you yeah. should make money with it. I, I want one of those. <laughs> So, okay, so hold on. I saw in the news then, uh, first of all, I saw another movie called Scream Test. I don't know when it's coming out, but I saw Felissa promoted it yep. uh, for something that you're in. I love I, the fact I that you guys are in a lot of movies together. We are. We, we are. Um, here's the thing. I, I met Felissa in 2015 at the Days of the Dead in Atlanta, just as a, a handshake. You know, I'm going around all the tables. I said, who's this woman? She's beautiful. She's in this red dress. She's stunning. And um, she reminded me of uh, uh, Raquel Welch, or who is the other one uh, um, from Italy? Sophia Loren. Sophia Loren. She's kind of like both of them a little bit, like mixed together. But uh, beautiful, beautiful woman. And she had a line. So I go, who is this? And then we, we just said hi and bye. And she gave me her number. And then we, uh, we just exchanged, you know, emails a few times um, about the business because she was a producer. And so then I did a movie, Victor Crowley, with her. Great movie. Uh, great movie. And she stole the movie as her character, but I also, I'm pretty good in it myself as Dylan, but I think a lot of the reviews talk about her and I. And then there was yes. this little bit of like, I, we, we, we called each other and, it, and there was a little like, you know, competitiveness. Uh, like, no, 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 I stole the movie. No, I stole the movie, you know? And um, <laughs> So then uh, I said, well, let's 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 keep doing movies together. And since she produces movies, almost every film she does, she tries to find a role for me. And ultimately, um, the one thing she does is tries to find something that's going to challenge me. You know, like in this movie, uh, Cold Stone Killers. No, is that it? No, Cold Blooded, cold -blooded Killers. I'm telling you, I'm never going to get it right. Cold Blooded <laughs> Killers. I'm I'm very serious in that film. It's not a funny movie at all. This it's probably the darkest role I've ever played, you know. So she really does challenge me, and um, I really am thankful for the. You know, I wish she was here. I could, you know, let's pretend she is. We're, we're I wish she, I wish she was here too. I'm upset. No, I'm I think it's that. like fabulous. Like I, I I love the fact that you guys are doing so many cool films together, and and so Scream Test is one of them. And I, I brought it up because I love Glenn Morshauer. Like, no, he's, he's great. I love I, him. I love him. He's such yeah. a good actor. Um, yeah. So it made me like all happy. And Vincent Ward's in a bunch of films with you guys, and like yeah. we've had him on the show, and he went to the Oscar party with us. And so then I saw in the in horror news 
there's a movie coming out that you're in called Z Dead End, and I don't know if it's a big budget or a little budget, but but it's it's basically like Sharknado with instead of the the Sharknado thing spitting out sharks, it's spitting out zombies. It looks like. Oh, I actually didn't know. I didn't know the plot. I just thought. <laughs> It looks like Sharknado for zombies instead of sharks, and the zombies are coming out to get everybody. And you're, I mean, you were listed in the article, so I guess no, you're. No, I'm in it. I'm definitely in it. I think I have a pretty big role. I think we're shooting in June. That's been, you know what? The funny thing is, I wouldn't be in that movie if COVID didn't hit and push it. It's been pushed a few times, and I wasn't originally cast in it. And now I think they're really gearing up to finally shoot it in June. And um, I'm playing a pretty, like, I, I, I wouldn't say it's the lead role. Because I haven't seen the script, but I'm told it's the lead role, so that could be good. Well, it's got a, um, it's got a good cast. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of named you know actors in it. Um, I, I knew think it was zombies. You have, like for me, if somebody says, "Hey, you want to you want to star in a zombie movie?" I love zombies. I can't get enough of them. So uh, I would do that. And um, and I saw the director's work, and I thought he was pretty good. So, but I didn't know it was a Sharknado thing. I just got done doing a Sharknado thing. It was called. Um, it's out right now. You can get it. It's out by Dark Sky. You can get it on Amazon. It's called Sky Sharks. And it's not oh. Nazi Sky Sharks. It's Nazi Sharks. Um, yeah, it's pretty funny. Actually, I think there's a whole bunch of people we know in that. A lot of people, yeah. Tony Todd is in it. And, yeah. Uh, uh, actually, it looks good. And we've been watching the Nazi thing because we watched, uh, uh, we watched uh, uh, Hunters. On Amazon Prime, it was really good. Without isn't Sadie in that? Uh, Sky Sharks, I don't know. But she's she made a movie with Todd. Oh no, she's making one now with him. Oh, <clears throat> hang on, I'm gonna look it up. Sky Sharks here, 2020. So who's who's in our cast here? I, I think that we know a lot of people. Um, Tony Todd, Naomi Grossman, yep. Amanda Burst, Robert Lasardo, Dave Sheridan, Barbara Nedjelakova has been on the show too. Mick Garris, Lynn Lowry, Jan Birch. A lot of Jan people. Jan's in it. That's right, Jan. Yeah. Jayla Rose is a friend of ours. Nick Principe. Yep, a whole Nick. bunch of people yep. um, that have been on the show. So that's cool. So I didn't even realize that was out. We should actually watch that then if it's on Amazon. I like that kind of stuff. Yeah, so, pretty cool. So in the chat room, they're asking, like, who who is somebody that you would like to work with that you haven't worked with yet? I, I usually ask that, but they're actually asking it in the chat room. <laughs> uh, are we talking about are we talking complete wish list though? Like complete, complete wish list, live or dead. It can even be alive or dead, or maybe give us an alive one and a dead one. But anybody that male and female that you would be like, oh my god, this is my bucket list, and I would totally like to work with this person. Um, and then maybe also, I don't know if we've ever asked you before, but if you uh, a film, like what film would you have liked to have been in any film in history? Like, uh, what film would you have liked to have been in? Okay, so I would say, like, who, who would I like to work with? I'd love to work with Jack Nicholson. I don't even know uh -huh. if he's doing anything anymore. Uh, but and obviously, these are, these are huge stars, so I don't know right. how I would actually get to it. I, I, I think Leonardo is great. Yes. Um, the fact that I could just say his name as a one-word name, that says it all. Uh, um, I think currently right now the best actor out there is Shia LaBeouf. I think he's the best actor out there right now. I'd love, I'd, I would love to do something with him. I think that one is probably more reasonable. I think he is. I think that one's very reasonable. He's doing, because he's out there doing creative stuff and taking chances, which is the bold chances he's taking is why I think he's like a phenomenal actor. But he also is a guy that was a great actor as a young kid. That's why he got where he was. And then he did that big studio stuff. And now he's 
basically, you know, that didn't fulfill him and actually drove him the other way with some, you know, issues of substance and, and stuff like yes. that. So I think he's working his way back in, through passion and through the performance. I, I loved him in Holes, Shia LaBeouf. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you do or not, but he did a movie um, called Holes when I was a kid. It was like when oh, yep. he was a kid. Disney movie, great movie with lots of stars, John Voight's in it, a bunch of people. And then he did a movie. I forgot the name of it, but the movie where like he gets into the accident and he has an ankle bracelet. They can't leave his house, and the serial killer guy is next door. That is a freaking awesome movie. I forgot that's, the name. Well, of that, it, but. That's kind of a remake of the um, Hitchcock Rear Window. Thing. Is that called like that's not called suburbia? Suburbia. Suburbia. No, it, it might be suburbia. I yeah. think so. It was a great movie though. So he's a good one. Okay, so who are some females that you uh, would like to uh, like act opposite? Ooh, that's a um, females probably. Uh, Let's see if he says what everybody says or says something different. Wait, wait, wait. What, what does everyone say? <laughs> we're not going to tell you. No, we're not going to tell you. you. You pick first and then we'll you see. Have you have to pick it. Well, I would, I, I'd be, on a comedic side, I would love to work with Melissa McCarthy because I think she's hilarious. Oh, hilarious. You um, guys would be great together, too. Yeah, you guys would be really a lot of good fun. together. Um, and then, um, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I would, you know, I, don't, I wouldn't want to work with Mill Street if that's what everyone says they want yeah, to Yeah, that's what everybody, everybody says, and we always want to vomit. And, and I wouldn't want to work with her either. Nah. Last, week, last week somebody said, like, Kate Blanchett. And, uh, I'd like, like to the, work with Kate. Uh, yes. I would work with Kate. Yeah, I would uh, work with Kate. Kate would be great. That would be, I would love to. Yeah, because I'll tell you what. It's, it's an interesting <clears> thing. When, I, when you ask me about a, a man, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to apologize to people out there, but it's like I'm strictly thinking, oh, I want to get inside their brain, and I want to see how they act and see what their process is. Then you ask me about a female and it's like, oh, I want to see what kind of chemistry would have, but I also want her to be really hot. Because <laughs> and, and I'm just saying that because I want to see if I can take it. I, I want to see if I can take working with someone so attractive that I can get a, like put that okay. to the side. Could, and wait, could you work with Angelina Jolie? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think I, I think she would always, uh, we couldn't have close-ups. She'd have to be 18 inches away from me because she couldn't get any closer. Because his dick would hit her. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. All 18 inches of it. <laughs> thank you. Yes, Same Ron, thing with yeah. like Charlize exactly. Theron. Cause, you know that. Because you saw me undress. You saw that. You know that. <laughs> right. So for me, Charlize Theron. Put the mic like down. Lower the mic, Ron. Lower the mic. There you go. <laughs> I think though, because Charlize Theron is I put the mic up to cover my Sagging face. Ah, ah. My, I actually like Kate Wasworth a lot too. I like Kate Wasworth, but I think uh, for me, Charlize Theron that would be like my ultimate. Like, well, if, the, you know, if the script was good, I'd work with anybody. It's a script. I was just account. talking about Charlize um, to Felissa a, a few days ago. Uh, you know, I I, I shot I, I shot her um, her first uh, acting reel in 1994. Oh, wow. We had the same manager. In fact, it was Shia LaBeouf's manager, too. His name was John Crosby. And in, in, in Los Angeles, David, it's John Crosby. That's what we call it. <laughs> David, David, it's John Crosby. Well, he managed Charlize. She was just a model, but she didn't have any acting and uh, nothing to show for her acting. But I, I basically had video equipment and I directed. So I said, let's just, we'll just make... We'll just cut. We'll just shoot scenes. So I took her to a liquor store. I took her to a graveyard. Uh, I took her out in front of uh, Johnny Depp's place. What was that place? All the uh, um, Viper Room. Viper, Viper Room. Yeah, where she was playing like a kind of um, 
a Vato, kind of a Vato uh, um, um, Hispanic gentleman. Uh, it's like it was character work she was doing. And we shot it and it, and it got her, it, I guess, look where her career is. So there you go. Oh, that's funny. Oh, they're she saying it too. It was Disturbia. Oh, that's good. It was Disturbia, not Suburbia. Disturbia. Okay, they're correcting you. me. Right. And uh, I think that she's phenomenal. And she, your best friend probably wished you had a date her so he could have said he could have dated her. Then he dated her now. Yeah. And, uh, that's cool, though, that you actually got to do stuff with her. So I guess she saw you someplace, she would know you. She, Yeah, she would remember me. Sure. Absolutely. Well, yeah, find her cool. and ask her to get you a part in a major film. I yeah, I, you know. I don't know how to track people down. I don't, I don't like doing that. It's uh, I, I like, um, I think the, the, the water rolls and flows where it needs to flow in life. You know, I, I like. No, no, you got, you got to push it. You got to push it down the right. You do. Creek, the right you do. creek. If you sit and wait for it to come to you, you got a long wait. Actually, you got to make, in our, I, yeah. in our business, you have to make things happen. Yeah, I do make you things happen, push. but I, I just, I always wait for the opening and the, the, the uh, mm -hmm. you know, what's presented to me. You know what I mean? So. Now, yeah, you're doing pretty I, good. I so. loved Jane Russell. She was my favorite actress, and I impersonated her for 42 years on stage. I was going to meet Jane Russell, and I met Jane Russell, and we became the best of friends for years. We were like brother and sister. Hadn't I gone to San, San or wherever the fuck she lived up in North somewhere and met her, that never would have happened. So you have to pave the way to what you want. And not wait for it At to least happen. put it out there. Yeah, because I mean, how would I have ever met Jane Russell to be her friend? When I went up there and I met her, I told her a story which had happened, why I should meet her. And she was intrigued by the story, and she invited me to her house the next day. Hmm. And from, from there, we just became the I – mean, we stayed in each other's homes. We traveled together. We went on dates together. Wait, wait go back there. So what about like a love interest? Like if you were going to have wait, a love interest. you know interest. who Jane Russell is? She, of course. Of course, yeah. Jane Russell. Russell. Oh, I don't know. Who would be like someone Jane who Russell, like Jane Russell is the woman that Ron Russell impersonated for uh, many years. Yes, right? 43 yes, yes, years. That's yeah. not come I have. I have her name, Russell. Wait, we only have two minutes. So who would be a love oh. interest for you, though, that you think, oh, my God, I would like love to have this person if I was going to have a love interest, you know, knowing that it's all fake and everything, you know, because I realize you're married. But if you were going to go on screen and you got to have a love interest and you got to, like, make out with some hot actress, who is the hot actress that you would be thrilled to be having a love scene with? Ooh, a love scene? You mean, well, like, actually... Well, no, because you're not going to really be... Okay, just kissing. You're kissing, but everybody thinks you guys are like the it couple in the film. Uh, um... I'm still working on Felissa right now. We're, we're, we're okay. We're of... <laughs> That's a good pick. Felissa's gorgeous. Right. Oh, She's fabulous. Well, in, in, in um, the movie you just mentioned, what was the one? Uh, um, um, screen test. We yes. play, I play a police officer and she's a, a film superstar that lost her voice because she's a screen queen and she's on an island getting recuperating and I'm a cop that shot a kid. I'm an alcoholic. And there's murders happening. It's kind of like a Ten Little Indians. It's a little Agatha Christie. You're on this island. Murders are, you know, coming up. I and, love uh, it. So we are. We do have a kind of like romantic, connect. You know, we we do kiss at the end of the movie. Yay! Okay, that works. But so you guys, it's that kind of energy through the whole movie leading up to kind of like a moonlighting or a romancing the stone kind show. of thing. You know? Okay. So you guys, because we got I, I, I would like to make a movie with Jason. Yeah, he wants to date them. He wants to have sex and with I, Jason And Statham. I want the movie to be about he's gay and I'm gay and we meet and we kiss him back. 
Jason Statham. Are you really gay, though, Ron? Because, I mean, I know well, with, Jay, with Jason. With, with Jason. <laughs> I know he is. No, Jay, I wish Jason was gay. All right, you guys, wait. we got to go. Jason and I would be very good. So, everybody, this is Dave Sheridan. Please check out FanRoomLive.com Sunday, March 7th. Get your tickets, 5 p.m. Eastern time for Felissa and Dave. We'll Dave, be there together. And you can we'll be there together, together uh, separately. Lots of news. We're going to re- we're going to reveal a lot of stuff there personally. So please uh, come on. And then and Dave, we want to thank you so much. It's such a pleasure. We love you. You're th- just fabulous. So Dave, you're the best. I love and, and you guys. Thank you so come much. Back, come wait. back. Come back. Come on. Next I can't wait part. to work with you on that film. Please. Absolutely. You're gonna love. You're gonna, you're gonna love. love it. You're gonna, gonna love happen. the script when you get Great. the script. Thank long, you, everybody. Long, you have long speeches. All right. Okay. All right, Dave. Thanks. All right, chat room, everybody. Thank you so much. We'll see you guys next week. It's going to be a blast. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. Yeah, we in the mix. Yeah, we in the mix. It's another episode. Here we go. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Interviewing the hottest, newest, and truest of today's celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Chat room is live and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Come watch it live on W4CY Radio. Miss some past episodes? Download on iTunes. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. It's the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. 